Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Leadership is about doing what's right, even in the face of intense criticism, even when people are coming at you. You got to be willing to stand all by yourself if that's what it calls for. Got to say, pretty good response for DeSantis in Iowa yesterday. Trump was out there, too. Yeah, did they? They, they that was the big deal on Fox. Oh, they're going to cross paths. I'm thinking, you know, he's on one side of the state and Trump's on the other side of the state. They're oh, not going to cross on. paths that would at be all. Awesome. It would be great. Trump pulls they... up the limo. <laughs> he gets when out. DeSantis is getting into his, he rolls down the window. He goes, "Hello, Rob DeSantis." <laughs> whatever he's calling him now, he keeps shortening the nickname. It's uh, yeah, and well, now he calls it. What is it's? It's not Ron. It's Rob. So Rob like, DeSantis. Yeah, it's it's uh, definitely a slap in the face. But Judas. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it, it, it's interesting. So uh, he did have a large crowd. Yeah. I just don't. You know what? He he needs to. In my world, and maybe it's just because I'm I'm upset that he announced he was running for the presidency. Uh, I want him to stay governor. Yeah, I, and I think that's the prevailing thought for most people. And that was a direct. That was a piece of a direct shot against Trump. The big one was saying leadership isn't about entertainment. That that's exactly who he's talking about. Well, but you know what it is with DeSantis, and and I don't get me wrong. I love our governor. I, I want him to stay governor. I don't want him to be president. He doesn't have that that mm, that that end factor. That it, it's just not there. I'm sorry. It's he doesn't have it. Trump has it. Kennedy has it. Even though he's got a bad voice, Kennedy's got it. It's just a matter of Chris Christie doesn't have it. There's certain no. people that when they get on stage, it's a commanding presence. DeSantis doesn't have that. No, but there's going to come a point in time, and I don't think it's there yet, because people are so... The country is in such a bad state of affairs from these past couple of years. I think a lot of people say it's only Trump can fix it. I think that's what a lot of people are saying if you look at the polls. But they're gonna, there's going to come a point in time where they want America first policies without that presence. They want to turn the volume down a little. but it's I not. But it's not now. It's 28, I think. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think you need somebody like Trump, especially, you know what, I, I still go back to what was it, uh, Byron Donald said it, I'm pretty sure he said he backed Trump and he said uh, for a number of reasons. The first one, though, he says on day one, he'll call up Putin, he'll call up Xi Jinping and he'll say, listen, I'm back, cut the crap. And he said the war in Ukraine will be over. China will stop flying things. Yesterday, did you see that Chinese fighter jet? Cut off one of our, our Air Force planes. I don't know what it was. It was a close call. It was like 400. What did, how far did they say it was? Like 400 yards in front of or 400 feet in front of one of our planes. I mean, he crossed right in his path. As a matter of fact, our plane, they said, had problems maneuvering because it got caught in the jet wash. I mean, that's how close this guy got. And the Chinese and, and no one says anything about it. And the Chinese know that. Of course and they do. They're like, what are they going to do? The call kind of stories that didn't, that didn't make news. Sorry, four years ago, this didn't happen. No, it's uh, they didn't come that close. No, they said in the past. I think it was like eighteen months. They said the Chinese have escalated their. Oh, how did they put it? Their meanderings in the sky. 
Yeah. They're getting closer and closer. They're 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 dive bombing our ships. They're getting closer to our aircraft. It's it's they're showing their muscle, just like little chubby is in North in North Korea. Of course, doing the same thing. Which so. is another reason why I think in the pres- in the present time, I think still when it comes down to it, it's going to be Trump. But you know what I'm saying though? After him, they they want those policies to continue. They want less volume, and DeSantis would be the perfect guy. It's true. It's it's the old pendulum theory. Right now we're way left. Now next time we got to go far right to fix the way left, and then somewhere after that you go in the middle. That would be DeSantis. I, I think even, you're right. I don't even think it's a political spectrum thing. I think DeSantis is just as far right as Trump is, but it's a different tone. And I think in four, in four years from right now, if Trump can fix a couple of things, it's when they want the guy that's less. They want to say, okay, now let's just keep this rolling. That's the DeSantis guy. Hmm. Same policies, less volume. That's what they want with him. But now's not the time. It would have been if the country wasn't so screwed up. Yeah, I, I, I still I, – I, I, I think you were right when you said he's just waiting for Trump to get in trouble and can't run. Probably. And that's the reason he entered the race. But if he doesn't, what does he have to lose? Nothing. So he gets name recognition. So what? He still gets – I will still get plenty of votes. Loses the primary. So what? So then he's all geared up. Then he comes back to Florida, apologizes. And then he says, all right, I'm ready for 28. So what? And then Trump asks him to be vice president. Never. Not now. I thought there was a time. Not now. There's no way. They don't like each other anymore. No. It's kind of scary. It's a crowded field, though. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Then you got Chris Christie and Mike Pence coming in. So oh, be prepared. God. To else? sell books. I don't know. Who else is going to announce? Is there anybody else they're talking about? In the, I don't know. The There's wings? like 18 of them now. I know. There are enough of them. <laughs> So we've got this going on. So there's so much boycott controversy happening. We played the Anthony Bass picture for the Blue Jays video for you before. Mm -hmm. He had to apologize for reposting a video about the Target and Bud Light boycott. Well, now you got this. Let's go to the Dodgers for a second out west. Another Dodgers player. Interesting. Blasting the club for honoring an alleged anti-Catholic. No, no, no. I'm I'm editing that out. It is an anti-Catholic drag queen group. They have said they're anti-Catholic. They hate Catholics. This is not hate speech. This is that's the truth. They do. What that? What was that? The perpet the, the nuns of the what is it? There's some crazy group. These are the guys that paint themselves all white, right, and wear nun costumes. Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Them. Okay. So they're going to be at a Pride Night event. First, it was Clayton Kershaw who spoke out, and he's a big name. So maybe that's why uh, reliever Blake, I think it's Trainin, is joining Kershaw, calling for the. Calling the group hateful and a mockery of Catholics and the church, the Christian faith. Can I, can I ask a really stupid question? And, and, and it's purely because, and, and not because we're all Catholic in this room. But if, say, we were all Jewish, okay? And this group, this perpetual, whatever they're called, perpetual indulgence, if they were anti-Semitic, would we be having this conversation? I would. I'd hate it. Well, I, I, mean, hate, I hate the fact that they get a pride night in the name of acceptance and love and they absolutely despise. They've admitted it. You can look it up anytime you want. They hate Catholics. I, I would stand against that no matter what my religion is. No, I, and I agree. But I'm saying if we were all Jews yeah. and the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence didn't like the Jews and they were anti-Semitic, I bet you they wouldn't be allowed because they were anti-Semitic. I think they would. I think they would Do because really it's in the name so? of pride. Oh, it's, And once you put the pride rainbow on, you can get away crock. with anything. You that's really can. Crock. And that's what, that's what people are pushing against. Well, you know, where the hell are the Catholics? Why is why why are no Catholics in Los Angeles or California or across this country complaining? Where's the Pope? Well, well they are, and they got this thing canceled once, but then they then the Dodgers caved again and they brought him back. 
This is ridiculous. It's just, it's just ridiculous. It's crazy. Can't yeah, you, I can't agree you honor pride and do that in a way that doesn't bring in a group that actually hates other people? Yeah. It's, what's the whole point? You know, and, and where's the whole, oh, we're all accepting. And, you know, we want to be accepted and we want you to be accepting of us. Yet you're bringing a group that hates Catholics. Right. But that's okay. Right. I'm, that, I'm, that's that's fine. And then you speak out against it and you're the one that gets canceled. I'm no, tired I, of this. I, well, I don't blame you. But I want to know where the Catholics are or anybody with the Christian faith. Because if you're attacking Catholics, you're basically attacking the Christian faith at the same time. So, Well, they're afraid of being canceled. That's why. Uh, why? These people are evil. They hate another group. Yeah, they do. I'll give you another They're problem. demonic. Yes, Diener? Hey, guys. <laughs> another problem there, Jen, is that the Catholics in that area have been speaking up, but no one cares because they, no one— They no get one, no publicity. Exactly. They, they, well, no one talks Pope? about it. Why doesn't the Pope get involved? He gets involved in everything else. I don't know. That, that's, a, that's a good question. Well, but, I think because he's a Giants fan, but I don't know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> I don't know. It's more of a Giants fan. I, I, I mean, am I wrong to be upset? This no, is stupid. It's ridiculous. I, I, it's why, why is one group allowed to preach this stuff, but because it's under Pride Night, it's okay, and you can't speak out against it? That's controversial? Yeah, that well, Please. Um, that's, that's wrong. I, I mean, you should ban them purely based on the fact that, that they're a group of hate. You can't have a group that hates another group of individuals, and a large group of individuals. Are there not more Catholics in this country than most other religions? No, they're, and they're speaking out, like Dean is saying. They're speaking out, but they're being squashed. Wow. I know, but that's where we are. Wow. I don't like the Dodgers anymore. And if Not that I ever liked them. I really don't like them now, though. significant that two players are speaking out, though. That's pretty gutsy. Are they both Catholic? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about... Uh, How about Kr- the guys Kr- that are Catholic on this team? I'd be upset. They, I know. I'd be boycotting. I'd be saying, you know what? I'm not playing. More should speak out. You're going to have a hate group against my religion in the audience, and you're going to honor the. Didn't you tell me they're getting some kind of award, too, to it's this like, group? It's like a community peace award or something. Not I, only the, uh, their own pride night. I mean, come, come on. on. What is wrong with these people? I don't know. Los Angeles, you're going to the dogs. The opposite spectrum of Dodgers players speaking out. You had a Blue Jays pitcher who had to do like a hostage apology video for simply reposting something. That's crazy. We'll tell you what that was about. And some better news, too. SpaceX landed. Yeah. Nobody heard it. (laughs) Nobody cared, but (laughs) they're back. Hollywood News, too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I saw people falling on the ground. Someone got tackled, I think, and they're all just kicking, punching all the dudes on the ground. This is quite a story here. Did you hear about these Marines that got attacked by a group of kids? I'm kind of surprised, actually, that a, a nine arrests have come from it so well, far. Well, good. I Hopefully they arrest them, and as a matter of fact, they're going to charge them for an assault with a deadly weapon Whoa. because the sheriff is so ticked off that this took... San Clemente? Yes. What California. Hap- this is what happened. There, there were a group of teenagers in a very crowded area, similar to the Hollywood boardwalk situation yeah. here on Sunday night or Monday night. Uh, and they were lighting off fireworks and there were little kids around and all these parents were getting upset. So these three guys in plain clothes, they weren't dressed in their Marine attire, in their military attire. One of them goes up to one of these kids and says, yo, dude. You know what? Could you stop with the fireworks? There's little kids around. The parents are getting nervous. The guy, the according to reports, the Marine turned around and that one of the kids in this group clocked him from behind. Cheap shot at him, and, of course. And, and then, then there's a course, pack of them, so they yeah. So then there's like 20 teenagers against these three guys. So they end up getting the best of them, and the Marines end up on the ground, two of them at least, and they're in a ball, like covering themselves, trying to save themselves. And these kids, this vicious pack of creepy little teenagers just keep on punching and kicking them for like minutes so now we have nine teens arrested <laughs> suspicious uh, on suspicion of the attack 
It was the San Clemente Pier in San Clemente, California. It's you know what? Lots of these little creeps up. They said that the police report says between ten and thirty teens beat up the Marines. The Marines are saying, yeah, it was thirty plus. Yeah, probably non-life threat. They're going to be okay, thankfully. But they went through that. And and the I guess the only good news out of all of this was they the officials came out to say they don't think the Marines were attacked because they were Marines because these kids had no idea they were Marines. They probably wouldn't have done anything had they known they were Marines because they'd be afraid to get their butts kicked. Yeah, I wonder. So they said they didn't think that they knew they were Marines. They were just ticked off that they got in their way when they were trying to light off fireworks. And how dare an adult question a teenager? You think any of these punks, and they are punks, by the way, would have tried to cheap shot them if they weren't a pack of 30 of them? No. That is the most gutless thing you could ever imagine, and it happens all the time. It, the interesting part about it was the the way it got stopped was a woman finally jumped in the middle of yeah. it. Yeah. And she said, stop it. And they fortunately, the teenagers didn't hit her because they were hitting every other guy that was trying to break it up. It's ridiculous. So some woman jumps in the middle and starts screaming, stop it, stop it, stop it. And she probably saved these guys. These kids were like a pack of animals. Yeah, absolutely. They really were. So now this, the sheriff says, you know what? They used their feet while there were victims on the ground. I consider that an act of violence, and I consider that... Assault with a deadly weapon. Good. I'm, I'm glad he holds to that. And the pressure, so, the public pressure to, oh, it's the children. No, they're not children. These are thugs. I, I hope he holds through to that. Wow. In the meantime, speaking of arrests, they've arrested two teenagers at the Hollywood Beach incident here for the shootings that happened there. And they're looking for more. Two 18-year-olds arrested on gun charges. Nine people uh, were shot in Hollywood Beach uh, Memorial Day weekend. They're all going to be okay still so far. So that's good news. Yeah, they said uh, it was the uncle, I guess, of the little one-year-old. Uh, the one-year-old little boy, he's he got shot in the foot. He's been Jeez. released from the hospital. They started to go. The uncle started a GoFundMe page for him uh, because I guess the parents don't have any insurance and they don't have much money. But the, the, he said the little kid was like traumatized. I can understand. You're one years old and you, you're getting hit. No Come kidding, on. right? You know it's terrible. All right. In better news, well, they're kind of a victim of their own success. SpaceX is so efficient at what they do. They land, they land unmanned spaceships back on barges in the ocean, and we're all like, eh. It's no big deal. But it yeah. sounded like this. Uh, yes. Start, starting to see our first crew member egress from SpaceX Dragon vehicle. Okay. He's not, helping, he's not helping the cause <laughs> at all, though. I think he can uh, gus it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, why don't you just say, wow, there's the first guy. He's out of the capsule. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. But four of them crashed. Well, they didn't crash land. They splash landed uh, near Panama City Beach last night in the Gulf. And no one's talking about it. No. I'm like, this is. there was one astronaut, three civilians on this thing. They were in the internet at the International Space Station for, what, what seven, eight, nine days? I forget what it was. And now they're back home and not a word that they, cra- they splash landed last. It's amazing enough when they land the unmanned ones on barges I, I in know. an ocean moving. But these are humans they brought back successfully, and it's like, eh. okay. Eh, no big deal. Load them up again. <laughs> Send up another one. I, I was like, oh, God. The news networks are like, call us when something bad happens. Uh, isn't that terrible? I know. it. It's uh, But it, remember the first time they came back, and it was the Trump Navy that got there before the real Navy got there when they came down in the Gulf? NASA had to go. Please stay away from our astronauts. Please leave. They're all like, we'll help them out. Yeah. All right. They're all out there with their boats. I'm like, where's the Navy? No. It's like, oh, my God. We can help them. All right. (laughs) We've got rapid fire coming up first time today. Just in minutes away, we'll let you know what's going on in the world. Uh, Next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. 
Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What's going on? What's happening? What do you Let's get the first one. Well, this is great, especially if you got grandkids or you got kids. School's out. You know, I mean, all the kids are out of school now, right? Is everybody gone, I think? Oh, yeah. Traffic and, is already better. And, you know, yeah, you know what? That reminds me. I stuck by the elementary school bus. You just brought back visions. That's is right. It, is it the buses or is it like just the amount of volume of parents dropping kids off? But it's better. It's, it's probably all of the above. Uh, but anyway, it, to make your next couple of months, June and July, a little bit more affordable, Diener, you got little kids. That's Palm true. Beach Zoo. Yes. Offering free admission for up to two kids for every paying adult. Is that right? Yeah, it's, it's a good deal. Do they have an age limit? Is it like up to 10 or up to 12? Uh, or I think it's 45. All right, good. I, I think you're safe, <laughs> and you can tell them your wife's another kid, and, and maybe you can get in. But that's be, no. But just think, you could get both kids in for free. That's great. You know, I, that. they got a new conservation center too. You I can learn out about otters and panthers and alligators they, and they, snakes. They and, do a good job over there. It's a, it's a fun spot. I think it's really kind of uh, underrated. It is, and they it's, got it's a small. But yeah, they got a fountain too. Like they can run that's through, right? right? Yep. Like, yeah. So there's the, they can at least cool off. So yeah, he's got something else to do. There's also a spot, and this, this, this isn't like endorsement or anything. I'm just thinking about like local places that are fun to go to. It's uh, Bush Wildlife Sanctuary. You guys ever been yeah. there? Oh, they Jupiter. do a great job. Yeah. yeah. A friend of mine's a volunteer there. She oh, really? loves it. Yeah, she's been a volunteer there forever. It's a great spot. It's free to go. I mean, they ask for donations if you can. You put a couple bucks in, but it's it's a great spot. They do a lot of great work there. I mean, they got bears. They got oh, yeah. all you know eagles. Eagles. They got all this stuff in there. It's it's really cool. My girlfriend takes care of the owls. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. They have a few owls in there. Yeah, because she, wow. she's got this big barn owl she just loves. What is mm. that? It's like off Indian Town or something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's a good spot. Well, there are more important stories in the world, but who cares? Because more than 200 smart kids, the smart kids. The smart ones. <laughs> from all around the U.S. who are in suburban Washington, D.C., it's the happening. The Scripps National Spelling Bee. Uh, semifinals today in uh, National Harbor, Maryland. It's going to be broadcast live on ION Television. 8 to 10 p.m. That's a late one. But the finals are set for Thursday night. I, I don't know for sure. Does ESPN have the finals? I was going to say. They know. used to. They used to. And this is interesting now. So Thursday night is game one of the NBA finals oh, on NBC. Right. So I'm wondering, will ESPN, which is an ABC product, will ESPN uh, air the spelling bee up against the NBA finals? They probably will. I mean, I mean, why not, I guess, right? I don't know. Traditionally, they have. Yeah. I don't know about the schedule, but I don't know. This is the first I've heard Ion TV carrying the first rounds. The finals used to be on ABC. Yeah, I remember. I mean, obviously not going to do that now, but it's on the same night as you know basketball. Did ABC have it when they had that runoff? It was like in the in, oh, into God. overtime with those two kids, and that. they finally had to call like a timeout and give them a break. I got to check I, this I out. I think they gave, made both of them winners because that's they what did. changed the rules. Because yeah, now yeah. they give if there's a, a it's like a spell off, they get twenty five words, right? And whoever spells the most wins. <laughs> so, but there's two kids, one from Largo and one from Tampa, that are still alive. Okay. So that that's I don't know if there's any from around here. That was the only two I saw. That's, I love it. We'll find them. Yes. Always love the spelling bee. So you guys mentioned this a little a little earlier, but I, I wanted to kind of do a little bit of a deeper dive into it because it's a crazy video, and I just put up on the blog this Chinese jet that came within oh. 400 feet of the U.S. Air Force plane. Oh, man. So they're flying over the, you know, the, the Pacific area, obviously, and, you know, somewhere over in the Asia area, and international waters, and this Chinese jet just goes right by the cockpit. So what's intriguing about this is you see the co-pilot of this Air Force plane, U.S. Air Force plane, 
taking the video, I assume just a cell phone, and this fighter jet goes right by the cockpit like something out of Top Gun wow. and does what they called an aggressive maneuver because it knew, this this Chinese pilot knew he was going to leave them in his jet wake, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. And that screws you up. And it rattled the plane like they had to get it under control. And I, so I'm they, sorry, if this had happened, I, I hate to go back to it again, but this would not have happened in the Trump administration. No, Because I mean, it would have been, every, not like they hid the video either, it would have been everywhere. Yeah, that's right. It just didn't happen. They didn't dare. No. Now they dare. Now, and this is not only China. Look what North Korea is doing. We know about Russia. It's saber rattling, as they always used to say, because they know we're in a weakened position now. Absolutely, a hundred percent. And they call this, you know, unprofessional, aggressive uh, maneuver. And let's face, you know what this really is. I mean, this is the equivalent to driving by somebody on ninety-five and you know giving them the bird as you drive by. Sure, that's what this is. Mm. The Chinese I did it fighter to you pilot. Just a couple. Of weeks I know ago. you did. I saw you. <laughs> now it is. That's what this Chinese fighter pilot did to the U.S. pilots. This is just like Top Gun. Yeah, the, the first one. Right, you know, when they're they're having those fights with the the Russians there. So you know, nothing's gonna come from it, but it just shows it's it's the bigger picture of look how we know you guys aren't gonna do anything. We're you know we're the boss now. We're they're brazen, big old China. Yeah. They're brazen. They're pushing us around. It's, so it's and nothing will be done about it. No good, unfortunately. This is probably the most shocking news you'll hear today. Jeff Bezos, homeless. Oh no, Jeff Bezos. Well, if his wife needs a spare room, Amazon. She's with him. They're both homeless. Oh, ah. they are crashing <laughs> at a friend's place. As a matter of fact, they've been there since March. Oh. They're going to be there for a few more months. I thought I was going to see him on the corner of Forty Fifth Street here, but now he's fine. Their friend's place is what a, a mansion. He's staying with Kenny G. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> well, does he wake him up with like a uh, serenade on the right. saxophone? Yeah. <laughs> Kenny G has a cliffside compound in Malibu. So you're thinking, well, why is Jeff Bezos and his fiance staying there? Uh, Because they are renovating his Beverly Hills mansion. And they were told to get out so the renovations could take place. And I guess he and Kenny G are like really good buddies. I want to know the backstory. And whenever it was that Kenny G met Jeff Bezos, a a friendship was struck. How do you like that? He ordered a new saxophone reed on Amazon one time. And Jeff goes, (laughs) hey, are you the real Kenny G? I think that's the real story here. I I want a full on documentary. About the relationship between Kenny G and Jeff Bezos. Kenny G was a celebrity before Bezos. Right. Sure. Well, Kenny G bought it when he was big because he bought this Malibu compound in 1998. God knows what it's worth now. Probably got a good deal on it. Yeah, he's got a recording studio. So if Bezos wants to become, you know, like the the next, uh, you know, star, he can go into the recording studio. Love this. So anyway, Bezos (laughs) and his girlfriend, his fiance, are hanging out with Kenny G. How about that? That's wild, isn't it? That wild? It, it is. is. That, is. that yeah. shocked me that the two of them were friends. I was like, wow. Or that he's staying at his house. Why don't you just go to a hotel? Kenny huh? G, like they're already down at the breakfast table. Kenny G gets up late because he's a musician. Sure. Like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> he's sitting there. Starts he's playing. got his saxophone at breakfast. <laughs> Starts cranking out a few tunes. Watch it. him steal. Watch him steal Lauren Sanchez oh, away yeah. from Bezos yeah. with his music. <laughs> Love triangle. <laughs> Oh, my. Uh, you may be wondering the aftermath of a uh, pretty tough deal we had in Hollywood over Memorial Day. Uh, well, two teens have been arrested now. They're in custody after that shooting. Uh, nine people were shot, but they're all going to be okay. Hmm. That's the that's Thank the miracle goodness. and the great news. And uh, Hollywood cops say they're looking for more, and they have some names they're not revealing yet, but that's the result of that one so far. So do you think the kids that they've arrested are going to they're going to just sing like birds and say, oh, such and such, and, you know, no neck, uh, Louis was with us, and... I got a feeling because they said from the beginning this was two rival groups. Gangs. They probably know exactly who was involved. I think the cops know everybody. You would think so. I, I think mean, I probably, so. right? Yeah. yeah, there's security footage on that boardwalk. Yeah, exactly. 
they'll be able to. I hope they, they let them rot in hell. Mm-hmm. Scary by like that. I mean, they shot a lot of people, like you said. Thankfully, no one died. So take your fight somewhere else. Yeah. Here's a, something you guys haven't heard about in, oh gosh, I don't know, maybe a few months. The lottery jackpots. Yeah, they're up. Oh, oh they're way yes, up, as a matter are. of fact. I saw that on the Lake Worth billboard. It's uh, it's getting, it's tipping. They're starting to creep up all uh-huh. of a sudden. Really? Creeping How up high? on us. The Mega Millions all of a sudden has shot up to $203 million. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, going, it's getting to our threshold. Yeah, it's got it my is. attention Wow. Now. And the next drawing on that one is on Friday, actually. Friday, June 2nd, by the way. Today's the last day of May. Let that sink in for a second. And then uh, the Powerball is at $239 million. So that's so they're both over that a tonight? Yep. It's Powerball tonight? It is, isn't it? It is tonight, yes. So, so that means they got to stopping at lottery tickets go. now. Lottery fever is starting to set in again. You realize at some point in the future, while we're doing this, we're going to have somebody that wins both. It's going to happen. You I think can definitely so? see it. Yeah. yeah. It'll happen. You know It'll what be I want? amazing. I want to hear more about that guy who won the $2 billion in California. Oh, I know. Oh, that came was out a scandal. It was yes. a scandal. Yeah, that he cheated. He stole the ticket from somebody. There's a guy that claimed, that guy that won the $2 bill. It was a huge story. It was this and that. And the whole town was happy for him, chanting his name. There's a there's an allegation now that the ticket was stolen in a kidnapping scheme. How do you like that? Like extortion. Yeah, and then this guy, he went out and blew all his money. He just bought some big house like in Malibu, oh, yeah. speaking of, or of somewhere around there. He spent like millions and millions of dollars. He's blowing through that like there's no tomorrow. Wow. Maybe that's why he's blowing through it, because he figured he was going to get caught. Might as well enjoy it now. He's like, what money? Well, if you win one of Powerball or Mega Millions this week, watch out for that guy. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Or his friends. He's... They know who it is, though. Right. Yeah. You know? How old is too old to have a baby when oh. you're the dude? Oh, God. Al Pacino. Hoo-yah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> We've got that coming up, as well as a pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays had to make an apology video. Why? He reposted somebody else's video. That was the crime. Come on. It's coming up next. The self Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This evening, I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Rhea for News Talk 850 WFTL. I recognized yesterday uh, I made a post that was hurtful to the Pratt community, which includes friends of mine and close family members of mine, and I am truly sorry for that. That's Anthony Bass. Okay, what does he do? He's a pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. We've never played him before. Probably never talk about him, talk about him again. He reposted a video from a friend of his, I guess, and the video was about being in support of the uh, Target and Bud Light backlash. It's not even his. It was a retweet, and he had to do what amounts to like a hostage video, demanded that he do it by the Blue Jays. And that's just the first part of it here. I mean, this thing goes on, this thing goes on forever. Um, I just spoke with my teammates and shared with them my actions yesterday. <laughs> I apologize with them. And as of right now, I'm using the Blue Jays resources to better educate myself, to make better decisions moving forward. Uh, the ballpark is for everybody. Uh, we include all fans at the ballpark, and we, we want to welcome everybody. That's all I have to say. 
the bl- the Blue Jays resources. That sounds like a rethinking camp. Yeah, what are they going to do? Yeah, brainwash them? The guy had wrong think. That's what he did. That's that's his crime. Okay, so he. But the, the the funny part about it is he probably agrees with most of America. To be quite honest with you, look at Bud Light. Their sales are down thirty percent now. They they just keep on plummeting. It's amazing. It hasn't leveled off. It's just no. growing. Yeah, it's getting worse. Target twelve billion dollars they've lost. So, so this, I mean, who's wrong? <laughs> so this it's, guy, and he's he's also taken a lot of heat for caving, right? But think of it from his position. If he had to do, you think he wanted to do this apology video? I mean, really? No. What if he didn't? And this is the hill, the hill the guy's going to die on for his career? No. I don't blame him. I blame the, the Blue Jays. Unless this came from Major League Baseball itself, but I think it was the team. Why, why, did the, why did the Blue Jays care? Why do they care? It's a guy's personal opinion. Because he doesn't have... That's the, that's the wrong opinion to have today. Oh. According to major corporations, and they are one. Okay. So major corporations like Budweiser and Target that yep. are losing billions of dollars yep. because of that right speak. Yep. Okay. Well, the, the world is like, it's, it's like the upside down. It really is. It's just insane. It's nuts. I, I, I just, you, you can't have a personal opinion? Apparently not if you're a baseball it didn't, player. It wasn't even he retweeted something. That's crazy. That's crazy. But what, uh, what's amazing is they're, they're catering to a handful of people and. This poor guy is going to lose his job. I like the part where he said, oh, I offended family members. Okay, if you had family members that you offended, don't you think they would have already voiced their opinion to you long before you retweeted this tweet? Uh, Yeah. Hello. Uh, That was a crock. So I think they just wrote him something and said, here, you got to say it. Diener made a good point off the air. I forgot about this. Do you remember Trump saying, the ones I get in trouble for are the retweets? Yeah, <laughs> it's usually true. It's usually the way it works. God forbid you retweet something. Well, I just I know what crazy. it does too. That the end effect of this is you're turning so many people off. This actually hurts the pride community because it ends discussion. It's you will you will take our narrative, you will listen to our talking points. We will shut you down if you have any opposing opinions or if you want. You, we will have no discussion allowed. So there's no common ground. There's no conversation. It's our way or the highway, and that's true. In the, in the end hurts this pride community more than anything. It hurts any any organization or any movement or a, any nationality or religion or whatever the case may be. You have to be open to discussion. You know, we had this conversation earlier. Whenever I have a question, one of my dear friends, you guys all know Ken, uh, I'll call him up and I'll ask him about like what Disneyland just did with the, what's the guy's name? Phil, who's the fairy godmother apprentice or whatever oh, yeah, the guy's Nick. name is. Yeah. Nick. So I'll ask him about that and he'll go, that's ridiculous. Maybe he should at least shave his mustache. You know, so I, I, I hear a, another perspective, but we, I never do it to insult anybody or to hurt anybody's feelings. I just don't know, so I ask questions. When you could talk about things, that's where you reach common ground, and yeah. that's where you move forward and you, you create peace. Not when you shut down one person's opinion, you know, because it's wrong to think. It's, it's crazy. You know, that would be like somebody coming up to me. I got a dear friend of mine's Jewish, knows nothing about the Catholic religion, so she's always asking me questions, and I look at I'm like you. Okay, well, I was a practicing Catholic. I don't remember all you know, of that. We're the wrong people I'm, to ask. I'm like, okay. But she'll ask me questions. I'm not offended by what she asks me. It's stupid. You know, ask away. That's it's, how you learn. Just, that's how you broaden your horizons. Why people get offended is beyond me. And and beyond that, that's like saying, so somebody tells you something about Judaism, you say, well, I disagree with that. <laughs> well, you can't disagree. Well, that's like saying that instead <laughs> of saying, okay, well, I mean, we come from different perspectives and we feel right. about it. That's not what's happening here. It's you'll take everything we tell you about Pride Month or you're out. 
That's not a discussion. No, That's not reaching common ground. No, you're right. I, I agree. You, but it, it, it's not only the Pride Month people. It's, it's any organization. Yes. You don't agree with them. It's like, And there's more and more wrong. of that these days. And it's because of the Democrats. I blame them. Okay. I blame I blame the Maxine Waters of the world who says get in their face yeah. because they disagree with you. It shouldn't be like that. What happened? Uh, you have a question, ask the question without offending anybody. Yeah. Not trying to offend it, you know. Sit and have a conversation. You learn more. It opens your eyes, and yes. maybe it'll change your opinion about certain situations or certain things. That's how I've always been. I yes. got a question for you. How yes. old is too old when you're the dad to have a baby? Hoo-ha! Okay, I know you guys look at this like this is, wow, he's 80. How old is he? 80? Wow. Al Pacino is now 83 years old. Well, probably, I don't know. Well, she's eight months pregnant. Maybe he might be 84 by the time. I don't know. But, uh, fair, but you know what? I look at he, it as how fair is this to the child? True, but you they can't deny from a guy's perspective. Part of that is, wow, good for him. She's 29. Yes, it what? is unfair to the child because he's going to be in a wheelchair by the time the kid wants to play catch. If he's still by, around, how, by the way, by there's then. a side issue here. How in H.E. double sticks did Al Pacino live to be 83? An That's absolute <laughs> drop-down drunk. I know. I don't know. Have you? He shows up on that. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rocky. What the hell's his Sylvester Stallone show? Yeah. He looks like he's homeless. Oh, he's he's, he's a mess. He's he really does. He came walking in. He, Al Al Pacino came over for dinner at Sly's house because Guy Fieri was cooking dinner. I'm like. <laughs> Okay, this is like only in Hollywood does this stuff happen. But I was like, Al Pacino came walking and I thought he was a homeless man. If he's cooking, I'm here. It's like, it was a whole big thing about all the Italians were getting together. So it was a cool episode, but still, he looked homeless. She's 29. Oh, and she's smart. She got pregnant. Well, it depends on the agreement, is it not? Because at some point in this relationship, she had to get out a pen and a contract and a lawyer and say, Maybe not. And his response was, Don't ask me about my business, Kate. (laughs) And guess what, guys? I'm yes, trying to Peter. I had to pop in here because I just saw this. Yeah. Knew who else she was in a, in a relationship with? Oh, yeah, she, she goes after the rich ones. Oh. De Niro. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, amazingly, is younger than Pacino. That's true. We just found out. He's 79. She was in a little tryst. Didn't have a kid with him, but with Mick Jagger. Yeah. She was with with Mick Jagger for a little while, and then she dumped Mick Jagger for some billionaire. She's a, yeah. she's kind of like Jeff Bezos's girl. Right. She keeps on she keeps on marrying up. Yeah, but or she, but much up. older. Yeah, but she goes for the oldies. Yes. Well, she's smart. Get she's an old guy with a lot of money, and they're gonna die soon. And with one foot in the grave, the other on a banana peel. Yeah. And you know what? I'm surprised <laughs> she didn't kill him getting pregnant. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, there's a lot of shocking things about this. <laughs> I guess, I he just, might be a medical miracle. Oh my god! They never he thought he would be one to live to be old ever. Yeah. It's, a, it's I don't know. Is it pro- he was he was with Beverly D'Angelo for years. I, I never I never I knew that. Never knew that right? myself. They never. I don't. I don't think he's ever been married. Huh. They were together for like late nineties. About that. Yeah. Well, they have like a couple of kids together. And I was so shocked. I'm thinking Beverly D'Angelo from National, you know, Lampoon there. He's got good taste. Scent of a woman because I can't see anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, you mentioned it very quickly there. The controversial video from Disney. It's Disneyland. Yes. Bippity boppity go broke. I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting. It's getting a lot of reaction, though. We'll tell you about uh, that one and more and more headlines, too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I'm here to shop you around and make all your selections for the day. Well, they had to figure this was going to cause controversy. Was that a design or not? Is it a know. big deal or not? 
I don't. You know what? At first, I'm thinking it, it's probably the parents who were going to overreact. And in, in the event you didn't hear what was happening, it was at the what do they call it? The Bippity Bobbity Boutique. Yep. Okay. You go there to buy a Cinderella dress or a Belle dress or whatever, and they make your kid a princess. This one was Disneyland. Okay. So they walk in, and that you get you're given a personal assistant. In this case, it's the fairy godmother apprentice that will uh, escort you in for your experience. In this case, it was a guy named Nick with a mustache and a fairy godmother outfit. The video, millions of views, as you can imagine. Millions of shares. Networks have picked it up. Everybody's talking about it. Um, The the point you brought up is interesting because I thought the exact same thing. And I think it's only because we're parents. I think Diener and I think a lot of people listening would have thought the same thing too. So if your child in there does, and it's expensive by the way. If your child has a question about that, how would you handle it? And I think we all came to the conclusion in here anyway and say... You don't make a big deal of it. You don't, yeah. like, cause a huff and a puff and, and get out. You just like, well, you know, some adults, some dads like to dress up. Yeah, or that you probably just would have been say, our response. you know what, maybe it's just like your daddy. Remember when you put glitter in daddy's hair and you put makeup on daddy and you painted his toenails and his fingernails and you wanted him to wear your little hula dress and now, he did? So that that's like within your own family. If you decide to not support that kind of thing, that's a personal choice, too. Yeah, but I, I don't think little kids, I, it, it, the, the little girl that he meets has no reaction whatsoever. Yeah, She which takes is his hand and walks right in like it's no big deal. It was the mother that had the problem. And I'm thinking, you know what, why react? If you react, that's going to make your child react. You know, it's, it's, it's all in how the parents handle it. This also had something to do with the cost, because right there in the video, as they walk in, and it's a quick little clip, then all of a sudden it comes up, $250, like a big, like a big price tag. That's just for the dress, though, isn't it? Or is that for the, like, that the gets, whole experience? I think that gets you in the door. Because okay. we did it when my kids were, God, this had to be like 15 years ago now, and it was pricey then. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, we looked at it for Nora, and it was, it was close to 1000 bucks by the time you're done. It's not cheap. So By I, any stretch of the imagination. It's not. Hey, guys. Hey, Dinner. So just, just from my perspective, as far as, you know, I guess I'm in the wheelhouse now. I know you did this with your daughter's bill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my daughter is six now. So I think from just a young parent perspective, what would bother me would be because you can explain it away to the kids. Like you said, oh, well, you know, some people like to dress up and they move on. They're not and even going to think about it ever again. But what bothers me is this is Disney's move trying to normalize the image yes. of a man in women's clothes to young girls. Yes. Specifically young girls. They're trying to normalize. So when they come into this boutique to be a princess, the first thing they're going to see is a man dressed as a woman. Named Nick. And that is intentional. With a mustache. Yes. And that's that's the problem. Well, here's, here's where this is going. And I, I feel pretty confident in saying this, too. There will be rate. This is a test. There will be. This is this is a separate thing. You pay extra for it. It's kind of hidden off in the. I know in Disneyland, Disney World, it's hidden off. You got to seek it out. Right. There will be men dressed men dressed as princesses in the regular part of the parks. Could you imagine? It is going, but that is going to happen. Wow. (laughs) I will. I'm I'm very confident in saying that's going to happen. Well, it was interesting. So then where, then where does the discussion go? Right. I, and yeah, because then what happens? I, it was interesting. It was on that. That became, it was on TikTok and it went viral like almost instantly. Sure. But it was the comments underneath. 
And one of them was whatever happened, because I remember when Disney had a strict dress code and yeah. a strict appearance code for all of its employees. That wasn't that long ago. No, they couldn't have facial hair. Right. I remember the girls, uh, uh, one of the girls we had, I don't know, on one of our trips, and she had little Mickey Mouse earrings on. And she said, oh, she said, we can just start wearing these. They couldn't even wear earrings before. Before that, then they couldn't wear hoops after that. But I mean, they couldn't have nail colored nail polish on. So, I mean, Disney has really changed dramatically. And that's it always comes down to this, and this does relate to the Target and Bud Light boycotts, if you're a pushback, if you want to call it that. If you choose not to support this and take your dollar somewhere else, yeah, that's your choice. Just don't come back at that person and call them hateful. It's right. a choice. No, don't call them hateful. What did you call it yesterday? What did that guy call it? Terror? What did he say? It was... Oh, economic terrorism. Economic terrorism, yeah. Yeah, so MSNBC then you're in- analyst said... Taking your dollars out of Target is terrorism. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, sure, whatever. I, yeah, you're a terrorist. Make your choice. It is what it is. These companies want to make their own policy. You make your own policy. You just you decide where you put your money. That's that's even stronger than a vote. Yeah. And that's see and that's that's I mean that's what people have been doing with Bud Light and with yep. Target and things like that. And now again, it's just it's just the only problem for me is when you do go, like let's these parents I'm sure had no idea. Right? These people put up the video, which is about to be on the morning show blog, by the way, if you See, haven't seen this video. That's a part of it, too. You're right. So the, you're already in. It's kind of like sabotage. It's like you get yeah. in there, your yeah. daughter, you told your daughter, you're going to be a princess today. Mm-hmm. And then that's the first thing they see is a guy dressed, well, dressed a guy as, with a lot of a facial hair dressed as a princess. Right. It's not like they're trying to, you know, he's not dressed up as a woman and you can't really tell the difference. This is a guy with a mustache dressed as. A princess as you walk in yes. and you have no warning you have no indication that that's what you're walking into and again that's disney's this was in disneyland if you're wondering disney world disneyland in california that's their attempt and this is the problem like i said before and this is my own opinion so you can get mad at me for saying it if you want to the problem is they're trying to normalize that image to no, little girls no they're right. right here's what's wrong the only problem with all of this i have is they told us they weren't Right. Don't tell me you were. Don't tell me it didn't have any kind of a message or an agenda here because you did. Yeah. Well, yeah it's it, like, but they've said from the get go that they didn't, and that's what bothers me the most—the hypocrisy of it. Oh, I like Target saying they weren't selling those tuck bathing suits in the little boys' department. And they were. And, and they, they were. Sure they were. lied. They yeah. were. There's no been lie. plenty of evidence of those in the kids' department. They lied. So it's it's stop lying and move on. But should be interesting. All the comments I read, there were very few in support of Nick the. Apprentice, guardian, fairy, godmother, or whatever they're called. What is he thinking this morning? I don't know. I mean, and I feel he's a star. He's probably thrilled. Maybe, but yeah, I that could be. I, I, I would know. bet he's thrilled. And I mean, I also, I mean, I feel for the guy. I don't want like any hate toward the guy. No, but at absolutely the same time, not. They shouldn't be. Why put him in, in, in that position at the same time? You know. know what kind of backlash you're going to get? Yeah, yeah especially. Are. I mean, there there are certain types of people in this world who don't tolerate that. Mm. So. Unfortunately, it is what it is. A lot of hate. Make your own decision where you want to put your money. That's all. In the meantime, there's a good story. 200 smart kids from all over the U.S. They're in suburban Washington, D.C. for the Scripps National Spelling Bee. We got a couple of kids from Florida. I think it's the West Coast. Yeah, a couple of kids. One's from Tampa and one's from Largo. Uh, they're both the one's like 13 and one's like 14 years old. So they're still alive. And what what you said? The semis. The semis today? are today. At, uh, I think this is new. Ion Television. You can find it in your cable thing is uh, broadcasting at eight to ten, and then the finals are coming up Thursday night. Yeah, it's a Tampa eleven-year-old and a fourteen-year-old from Largo still alive. Well, good for you. Yeah, <laughs> words that were never. One hundred and twenty-one spellers remain of the two hundred and thirty-one. 
So the quarterfinals are taking place as we speak, and then they'll do the semifinals. So tonight, the finals, or is it tomorrow? Finals are th- tomorrow. tomorrow. Thursday's night. tomorrow. Okay. Wow, this week is weird. Yeah, tomorrow night. Finals. Wow. Good for them. That's incredible. A lot of pressure. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Gotta give. And the, the one that won, it was funny because they played the girl that won last year. And the word they gave her, she was in a spell off, and they gave her some word I'd never heard of before, and she went, blah, 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 and like just blurted it out because she knew it exactly. I was like, how do these these kids study dictionaries? It's amazing, it really is. It's incredible. Okay. More headlines coming up next. Uh, it was Governor DeSantis in Iowa, big wow. presidential speech. You got a good response. Yeah, mm. we got that and more of the world from entertainment too coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. is about doing what's right even in the face of intense criticism even when people are coming at you you got to be willing to stand all by yourself if that's what it calls for back to the swamp of politics for a quick sec because our governor was in iowa very presidential uh speech good response gotta say big room not like trump gets but still he had a lot of people there for a guy that's a newcomer to the scene yes he did very well you know so he's doing what they said like 20 cities, four different states over the next four days, three days. Yes. Hey, he's, he's got a whirlwind tour going on. He's in Iowa, then he's going to New Hampshire, then he wraps up in South Carolina, I guess, and then he comes here. Then he comes home. How many times, because I've heard it, I might hear it every single day, people going, I like him, but I want him as our governor. I wish he wasn't running now. I hear that all the time. Yeah, either that or why is he running for president? Why doesn't he, what's wrong with being governor? <laughs> Like he doesn't like his job and he's looking for a raise. I'm like, I, I don't know. But you're right. A lot of people just want him to be governor. A lo- I hear a lot of people say, how's he going to run the state when he's running for the presidency? Well, that's what it leads to. So the timing of this means we've just started or are about to start hurricane season. It's going to be a really bad look if we do get a storm. It probably wouldn't happen because he's he's very prepared for this stuff. He's done a good job with storm response. But if some sort of a, a, a natural problem happens god forbid in our state anywhere and he's out of town yeah that's not going to be a bad look I, I don't think he'll be out of town because I don't think you, so you have so much warning if something's coming our way right he'll be back in town long before that a hurricane should make landfall anywhere i i'm telling you it's the year of texas that's what i'm saying year of texas sorry texas listeners yeah sorry they're like hey they're all gonna start in the gulf and they're all gonna go left <laughs> Yeah, because that's what Texas needs these days. I know. I know. Rough time for them. Gee, poor people. Uh, Trump was in Iowa as well at the same time. No, their paths didn't cross. I had this fantasy that the two limos would pull up to each other, and <laughs> Trump rolls down the window and goes, What's up, Rob DeSanctis? <laughs> Judas. Loser, you loser. Rob, he, next week he's going to call him Rob De Judas. <laughs> but no, that did not happen. He was in a different area. But uh. I will say this. During the very same speech, DeSantis did take, I take this as a direct shot against Trump, I do. At the end of the day, leadership is not about entertainment. It's not about building a brand. It's not about virtue signaling. It is about results. Mm. I think that's a shot. That's a shot, but Trump also got a lot of results. You're damn right. And by the way, Trump doesn't make it through that primary season in 2015 into 2016 without the entertainment factor, which means without Trump, sorry, we're not going to have DeSantis where he is now. Right. That's an absolute fact. Well, and, and I think that there lies the rub between Trump and DeSantis. I th- and, you know, we have always said that once he endorsed DeSantis, because DeSantis was a nobody. He was getting his butt kicked by Putnam. 
He was a, he was a congressman. You know, That's what and, he was. and then the next thing you know, Trump endorses him, and his numbers go through the roof. And yes, he ends up winning the governor's race. We understand that. But I think Trump is one of those guys where if I'm going to endorse you and I'm going to put my neck on the line and I'm going to put my reputation behind you, you better damn be loyal to me in the future. And I think that's the, that's what ticked off Trump the most is you're stabbing me in the back by running against me. You're stealing my votes. What are you doing? You should be on my side, not against me. That's exactly what he's saying. So, And DeSantis is saying, I have a theory on this. I was sharing with a friend on Friday. I really, this sounds bizarre. It just does. Okay. But that's a bizarre world those folks live in, in the world of politics. Mm-hmm. There's a part of this was that wasn't even DeSantis's choice. The big money people, and we're talking big, big money people, and he's raised a lot of money so far. Right. They will say things like, we're going to back you, you're running, or you'll never be backed again. This is happening now. That could be. I mean, the big money Republicans that just can't stand Trump, you don't think that's a possibility that they said that to him? Because oh, that's I, a fact. That I, happens. I would, I would agree with you. But, you know, at the same po- point, he should be able to say, well, you know what? I like being governor. Let me be governor for two more years. Hold on to your money. And then in 28, I'll run and then back me then. And those same big wigs in the big boys club would go, all right, well, it's been nice knowing you. we got a couple of kids coming up. This is that world. And it's be. cutthroat and it's brutal. Now, does he love it? Of course he does. But at the same token, if that's the case, then Trump should understand that. But see, Trump's in the position where he can just ignore those people because he's got enough money. But that's what—that's the magic of Trump. He doesn't need anybody. Yeah, I, I agree. You talk about—I think he might have been the only president we've ever had that didn't cater to the special interest crowd. No, he ticked him he off. He owed on a, no favors. He owed, and he ticked him off on a daily basis. Yeah, which basis. means he was hated by everybody. <laughs> he was hated. He just used common sense. Man, common sense. Which apparently has gone out the window. In that world, it is. Wow. Craziness. All right, we've got, uh, this seems to be like the season of boycotts and backlash. We talked about the uh, that Blue Jays pitcher who had to do an apology video for his retweet. But now you got this going on. With the Dodgers, and we know their whole story, they're going to honor the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence at a Pride Night event. Okay, now, they're an anti-Catholic transgender group. They are. They say they're anti-Catholic. They hate Catholics. The the operative word there is they're going to honor. Right. Okay. So if this particular creepy group of hateful people, because they hate Catholics, hated another religion, say they hated the Jews, and we knew they were an anti-Semitic group, would they be getting honored by the Dodgers? No. No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. So why is so. it okay to trash the Catholics? Or maybe you know what? Maybe they would. You put, nah. the, you put pride in front of it, you can do whatever you want. No. This is a hateful group. I'm the, sorry, and I don't care who's upset at me saying that. They are. This particular group is full of hate and rage. Well, if, if that's the case, then why are the Dodgers honoring them? And, the, and why are they not listening to the outraged Catholics? And where the hell's the Pope? The outraged Catholics have rallied against this, and they got it canceled once. But then they reversed course, the Dodgers did, and they brought them back. Oh. Interestingly enough, idiots, a big name. Spoke out against it two days ago. Clayton Kershaw, pitcher, spoke out against this. Now there's another one that is coming out. Um, reliever Blake, I think it's Trainum, is joining Kershaw, calling for the groups, the group hateful and a mockery of Catholics and the Christian faith, and they shouldn't be honored. Well, I. But the whole point is, though, regardless, they hate people. So why? It's a hate group. They hate another group of individuals. Why would you honor these people? Well, that's the obvious I question. Care. I know, but I mean, I don't know. What do you do from here? The story is two. Now you got two players 
The exact opposite of that Blue Jays player speaking out, putting they, their necks on the line, and that's what it takes. I was going to say, but are they going to gonna have to issue apologies tomorrow? Or I don't this know. afternoon we're going to see videos of them saying, oh, I'm sorry, I upset the nuns of the perpetual opera, whatever the hell they are. It's something to watch, though. That's crazy. First time I've seen players speak out against anything like this. Uh, let me ask you this. If you're a Dodger, Dodgers, right? Yes. If you're a Dodgers fan, do you not go to the game when these people are being honored? That's how you get even. If you're a Dodgers player, these are two pitchers who are scheduled on that day. Do you not Do you not pitch oh. on your scheduled day? Yeah. What is, what's the backlash? Depending on where the they team? are in the rotation. If it's your day, this guy's a reliever, but what if Clayton Kershaw, what if that's his night to pitch? Wow. He's on the hill that night. And he decides, oh, you know what? Mm, ankle's not feeling right. I can't blame him. I'd do it. That's gutsy. I'd do it, but is he going to get fired because of it or penalized or fined or whatever the case may be? I don't know. I, but if I were a fan and I you know, have tickets to the Dodgers, I wouldn't go to the game. You're oh, going to honor some not. hate group? No, I'm not going to be there. Again, voting with your dollars. That's what it takes. Do what you want with it. What did they call that? What did they just That's say? economic terrorism. That's terrorism, Bill. You're a terrorist. <laughs> you making your own choice. Oh, oh. Stupid. All right, we got uh, rapid fire coming up. What else is going on in the world? Hopefully not controversy. It's next, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What do you need to know so you can talk about some stuff? First one, kick it off. Well, I think a lot of female athletes will be happy with Governor Kay Ivey of Alabama. If you are a biological male... You will not be competing in women's and girls' sports anywhere in the state of Alabama. Yeah, didn't Good. Arkansas do that, too? I yeah. know there was another southern state. The governor just signed it uh, yesterday into law. It limits transgender students from playing sports in public colleges and universities. It is based purely on their sex at birth. Thank you. So if you were born a little boy or a little girl, if you were born a little boy, you're playing boy sports no matter what. Hello, common sense. Yeah, makes Good, sense. Nice to see you. So, that was, strong I, opposition to it already, amazingly. Sure. Of course. But, I mean, come on. You know, how many times do we have to have a guy walking around naked in a female locker right. where all these women are like, uh, he's naked and he's still a guy? You know, we, how far removed are we from the Me Too movement? Five years? Yeah, where are uh, yeah, they? I know. Hello. And five years later, now I, I, we're defending guys walking around with their stuff hanging out in women's locker rooms because they say they're women. I've said it for what two happened? years now. Where are the, but the, the specific female... The feminist sports leaders. Finally, Martina Navratilova finally said, okay, said enough's something, enough. Yeah, right. Where are the other ones, though? Because there was a ton know. that fought for Title IX. Right. A ton. None. None. Where'd they no go? Words. I don't know. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Title IX doesn't exist without Billie Jean King. And as far as I know, she hasn't said a no, word. No, she said nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it's, it's just incredible. So thank you. Governor of Alabama for some common thank sense. Thank you, thank you. Uh, your little update from a uh, pretty rough scene in Hollywood Beach from Memorial Day weekend. There was the shooting there. Nine people got shot. They were just innocent bystanders. Thankfully, they're all going to be okay, but two teenagers now in custody, and they're looking for more. They think they have the names. They're just not releasing them. Um, and again, it's kind of like a miracle that nobody died from this. So far, everybody's going to make it through. Yeah, the little one-year-old that was a little boy oh. um, got shot in the foot, and his uncle said he's out of the hospital. He's doing great. Jeez. They started a GoFundMe page for the family because I guess they don't have much money and they don't have insurance. So, but here's a you know here's a family with their little baby. Yeah, yeah one-year-old is a baby as far as I'm concerned, and you know they're probably pushing him in a stroller or you know he's they're carrying him and he gets shot. Yeah. Come on. Unbelievable. These, they should they should string those guys up and just throw away the key and say really? forget it. It's terrible. It's horrible. Well, we got thank God everybody's okay. Good gosh. So this is a kind of a scary story for old Benedict Cumberbatch. 
What happened? Yeah, Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange. Yeah, you know, I saw a little bit about this yesterday. What happened? So he's hanging out at his house, right, with his family, which I didn't know he has, he has a couple of kids. And someone broke in to, like, through his fence, carrying a knife. And they said, I know you've moved here. I hope it burns down. Well, that's lovely. So the whole story goes, apparently. How can you hate Benedict Cumberbatch? It's, it's somebody who must have known him. It must have been. They said it was, it was a break-in. It was this guy who came with a big knife. And he started destroying all of his property. He was shouting at Cumberbatch and his family. Basically, they're all kind of like hiding inside. Like, oh my gosh, this crazy guy is going to come in and kill us all. So according to the Daily Mail, they had the whole story here. This 35-year-old guy, he's a chef. His name is Jack Bissell. So I'm wondering if maybe he was like maybe like a former personal chef of Benedict Cumberbatch and has some type of grudge. I don't know. There may be no connection. He's just a nutcase. That could be as well. Uh, it's just very strange. Or he's just ticked off that Dr. Strange didn't give him powers. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm an Avenger. Be, I want to be an Avenger. <laughs> he kicked his way through the front gate. Oh, come on. He's, 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 he's uh, his North London property there. And he started shouting, I know you moved here. I hope it burns down. And him and his wife and his three kids were hiding inside, just basically waiting for the cops to show up. God. This guy apparently worked at the Beaumont Hotel, but he just he, he got, I guess, fired and I don't know. But apparently, Maybe he blamed Benedict for it. It's a very strange story. He started throwing plants around. He started <laughs> ripping out the intercom, uh, the intercom system there. It's very strange. And finally, when the police showed up, he, the guy ran away. Did they catch him? They did. They found the, his DNA on the uh, intercom system. I guess he cut himself at some point. Okay, so if his DNA is in the system, he's been arrested before. Yeah, I think he's just a... Yeah. I think he's got problems. I think he's got nut. problems plus drugs equals that. I guess so. And next thing you know, you're breaking into the Cumberbatches. Hey, he's just trying to get in Doctor Strange. He's in with a knife. He's kicking down his fences. <laughs> What's he doing? How come he should have done the circle thing, thing and, and yeah. threw his family through? And yeah, right. gone to another dimension or gotten rid of the come other on. guy and gone the to rings. the dimension. Put on the rings. Yeah. Let's go. You'll be all set. Jeez. scary, though. That yeah. is scary. That's what happens in London. Mm. Well, look at what happened. To, I mean, all those actresses. Look at Taylor Swift. It was like that guy kept on showing up at all her properties. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's they right. They finally arrested him. Yeah. So, I mean... I guess that's the price you pay when you're famous. You get crazy people. Hmm. Uh, UCF, Bill, your daughter went there, right? She's a knight. One of them did. She's a knight. She now promising students what it calls an unparalleled experience in the tourism capital of the world of Orlando. The school has announced it's going to offer degrees this fall in theme park and attraction management. Did wow. you know there was such an, a thing? Yeah, they. Uh, she had a couple of friends that actually took that. And, I, and at first I'm like... Pfft. What is that, like basket weaving? Yeah, what is I mean, that? What is but it? you think of where they are and some of the internships that can get people. It's actually wow. really smart, and apparently the, the program's good. Wow. They say, uh, officials say the new degree will give students a specialized understanding of the complex global tourism industry. Yeah. Okay, whatever that means. Uh, UCF will be the only school in Florida to offer the program. Smart of them to do it. Well, yeah. I mean, well, look at all the theme parks we got. I, know. I, I guess, you know, managing a theme park is far different than managing anything else. So. UCF does a really good job of taking advantage of where they are, obviously with tourism, the theme park, and they have a close connection with NASA. There's a lot of NASA right. and SpaceX internships. We did that when my kids were going to college. Uh, Caroline, actually both of them looked there. And I remember they were just building the school of engineering yeah. and space or whatever it was. And NASA's logo was up there. And they, that was the big deal. They said, we team with local businesses to offer the kids the best of everything. It's pretty so. cool. And then they offer them jobs at those places. That's so, a good idea. Which is cool. Or internships. So it's great. So you want attraction and theme park management, go to UCF. I think they need to send uh, 
Bob Iger back there for a refresher. Yeah, really. Or uh, Chappic. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of space and yes. NASA, SpaceX capsule back on Earth. They're kind of a victim of their own success, though. They successfully brought humans back from the International Space Station, and it got, like, no coverage. Yes. No one even knew they splashed down last night. They're like, eh, they always get it right. No big deal. (laughs) It's like, okay. There are probably people out there in their boat going, oh, look, the thing with the parachute. What is that? Well, this is what happened with the Apollo missions. Oh, yeah. I mean, people stopped paying attention. Then the Apollo 13 happened. All of a sudden, everyone's paying attention. That's that's the news industry. Jeez. The uh, Crew Dragon spacecraft splashed down in the water near Panama City last night. Carried four... Uh, a former NASA astronaut, uh, Peggy Whitson, along with three paying customers. Yeah, she was the captain. She was the one that, when they took off, she was, I guess, the engineer guiding it. Anytime we can send people in the space, I don't care what year it is. It's Anytime we can send someone, they get there and back safely. Oh, and get them back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you gotta get them, gotta get them back too. It's an incredible accomplishment. Yeah, like nothing. Yeah. Can you imagine though, if you're just, I mean, granted that Peggy Whitson there, she was, she's been in space. I can't tell you how many times. But those other three people, that was the one was the first lady from, what, Saudi Arabia, right? That oh, was on right. a trip. Yeah. She was a scientist. Yes, okay. Right. So this woman's never been to space before. You trained to be a, a semi-astronaut. And how do you think you feel when they say, okay, get in this little capsule now. Right. We're going we're gonna, to, you know, boomerang you around the moon and then shoot you <laughs> back down Earth and you're going to splash in the ocean. Okay, great. Perfect. <laughs> Whatever you say. Love it. <laughs> so I'm staying in space here, guys, to finish off this edition of Rapid Fire because North Korea... Well, it was kind of an embarrassing day for a little chubby over there. They tried to send up their own spy satellite. They've tried this before and failed. So they said, you know what? What's the old uh, motto? Try, try again. If you fail, you keep going until you succeed, whatever you say it. And it didn't work again. Really? Little chubby is upset today because North Korea, not only did their spy satellite launch fail, which, by the way, this thing ended up, uh, you know, Putting air raid sirens out over South Korea and Japan because something gets shot off in North Korea. They don't know what it is. But this thing failed, crashes down to the sea, and now South Korea has pieces of the satellite. (laughs) And they're like, hello, here's your satellite, North Korea. Here's Radio Shack gear right here. Yeah, exactly. So now all those engineers in that project are not living and breathing anymore. I think they're dead. They are not of this earth. Yeah, probably not. He probably fired him. Remember, he killed his uncle with a missile. That's yeah, right, that's right, right at him. Yeah. A missile. A missile. He shot a missile at his uncle. <laughs> My gosh. And you think he's bad. His sister's crazier. Yeah. And she's going to take over when little chubby... Anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a scary <laughs> scene. All right, we've got... Uh, this was a scary uh, scene, too. Now there's some arrests. A bunch of kids attacked three Marines in California. They were off duty. They were out of uniform, but it's nuts. Yeah, they're they little went thugs, little creepos. But in better news, a great feel-good story we didn't get to yet. A former garbage man has graduated from Harvard Law. It's one of my favorite stories of the day. Where do you hear this guy's story. It really is incredible. That more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I saw people falling on the ground. Someone got tackled, I think, and they're all just kicking, punching all the dudes on the ground. This is a crazy story. Uh, happened over the weekend. Seemed like there were a lot of Memorial Day uh, events happening that weren't too good, but nine now have been arrested on suspicion of attacking three off-duty Marines at the San Clemente Pier in California. That was a witness describing what he saw. Yeah, they said, okay, now, I guess the best news was that I heard about this was they these kids didn't know they were Marines because these guys were in plain clothes. 
So they were either there on leave or vacation or whatever the case may be. So these guys are dressed normally. What started the fight was, according to witnesses, one of the Marines went up to one of these teenagers because the teenagers were lighting off fireworks. Right. And there were little kids around and the parents were getting nervous that one of the kids was going to get hit by a firework. So one of the Marines went up to the kids and said, yo, listen. There's families all around. There's little kids lay off the fireworks. And the kid the kid mouthed off and the Marine goes, ah, eh, whatever. Turned around and when he turned around, the kid cold cocked him from behind. Punk move. So that's what started it. And then I guess the other Marines jumped in and then a bunch of te- – they said, how many teenagers well, were involved? Well, here's the thing. The cops, the police reports say, because they were just getting estimates from witnesses, between 10 and 30 people beat up the Marines. The Marines are saying themselves because they're going to be okay. They said, yeah, it was 30 and above. Yeah, they're 30. Two, two of them ended up on the ground balled up. Covering their heads while these kids, like all of these kids, just sat there and kicked. Okay, what is wrong with you as a teenager that you decide that a person laying on the ground is like a rock and you're just going to keep on kicking that person? These people, these kids are horrible. You kick anybody in the head on the ground, it's attempted murder. In my oh, book. Well, uh, that's just, that's just. And do you think any of these little punks, and they are punks, would do this if there wasn't a pack of 30 of them? No. No. Gutless, but spineless, punk move. The uh, Orange County Sheriff, uh, the sergeant, said they will be charged with assault with a deadly weapon because they kicked these guys so many times while they were down. They should up it to, to attempted murder. Wow. They should. And I, and I, I hope agree this prosecutor you. stays tough to this, too, and doesn't cave to the pressure of, but they're misunderstood children. Yeah, well, no, it's, they're not, not. it's not Garcon, so you should be all set, but uh, you can only hope. But even the mayor, the mayor was like of San Clemente was like, I'm so totally embarrassed this happened to my city. That, should be. You know, Marines were attacked. It should be. So it's, it, these kids are, they're like little punks. Oh, my God. But they're misunderstood. Yeah. yeah oh, well, it's, you know, yeah. they had a tough background. Yeah. Oh, okay. They had a hard life. Yeah. Well. So we're going to start more social programs at, at a younger age. Yeah. That'll cure them. Yeah, sure. Well, after all that, we need one of these. And I think we got it. This is one of the best in a long, long time. Feel good story of the day. Tough enough graduating from Harvard Law. I can imagine. <laughs> I can't speak to that. Imagine getting into Harvard Law. You gotta get in first. So this Maryland guy who worked as a garbage man made his way through classes at the University of Maryland. Now he's graduated from Harvard Law School. That's amazing. It really is. He, How? He's, he's, well, apparently he's very smart. But while he said while he was a sanitation worker going to Prince George County, whatever school it was, he said he sometimes he didn't have time to change. Mm. So he'd sit way in the back of the classroom because I guess he was kind of stinky. But he said, you know what? I they There are many times he said there was housing insecurities, food insecurities. Oh, yeah. He said their mother left when he was young. His father raised them. It was he and his brother. The, the interesting story about this is both of them took jobs. He and his brother both took jobs as sanitation workers. His brother was also in college at this, this community college that he originally went to, then a regular college. But his brother dropped out so he could continue. So That's they had enough money. Unbelievable. And he worked as a sanitation and gave his money to his brother to pay for the tuition. Here's Rehan Staten, I think is his last name. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. But here's uh, him telling the story. Just different types of poverty, right? It was like housing insecurities, food insecurities. Uh, a lot of times we didn't really know, like, were we going to be able to keep our home? There will be some days in which I just didn't have time to get to the shower and just change my clothes. 
And so I would kind of sit off to the side because of how I was dressed and that was very uncomfortable, <laughs> but we made it work. It's nice to be able to say that we finished this. Things are on an upward trajectory. We made people smile through it. I'm just excited. We. He yeah. uses we all the time because he includes his brother, who's not going to be graduating from Harvard no. Law, into the team. When he was at Harvard, he started a program to recognize the custodians on the campus. And what he would do is he would honor them. And once a month, he would pick a custodian on the campus and he would give them a gift card, like an Amazon gift card or, you know, a Macy's gift card. And he said one of the women that worked in the department was so shocked that he actually talked to her. She said that. She goes, I can't believe you actually stopped to talk to me. People usually just ignore me. I can't believe he's paying for college out of poverty and just about homelessness and was still giving out gift cards. Isn't that amazing? This guy's amazing. And and then fast forward, now he's, he's out of Harvard Law School and he's going to you know work with a law firm. He's looking for jobs, I think, in New York City. Here's the interesting part. Tyler Perry heard about his story. Oh. Paid his college tuition. Oh, is that right? Yes. So I didn't even hear that yeah, part. Tyler Perry well, came forward and paid his tuition. So Sounds like this is a script for the making for Tyler Perry's law story. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're absolutely right. Starring Tyler Perry. <laughs> In Tyler Perry's <laughs> law story, because he puts his name on everything. I love Tyler Perry. Isn't this Perry. a made-for-TV movie, though? <laughs> yeah, well, that, this is, no, this is a Tyler Perry movie, because all of his movies are about, if you've ever watched, even the Medea movies, all about social injustice. And it's always a great story that goes with the Tyler Perry film. And as crazy as Medea is, she's always right. Well, you know, she uses common sense, and it's all about you're, you're fair to everybody, no matter who they are. So I can see a Medea goes to law school coming up. This guy made no excuses for his background, and he just got it done. Amazing. That's it awesome. really is a great story. I hope he gets hired by every law firm he, in, he interviews with. Yeah, I wonder what kind of law he's going to go into. Huh, interesting. All right, we've got uh, more headlines coming up next. A little update on the Spelling Bee. They're in the semifinals, you know. Oh, cool. And more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I recognized yesterday uh, I made a post that was hurtful to the private community, which includes friends of mine. <laughs> That's... That's Anthony Bass. He's a pitcher for the Blue Jays. He had to do a, we're calling it a hostage video, an apology video for, apology video for reposting something his friend put up about the Target and Bud Light boycotts. And now he had to apologize to the world yesterday. Well, I love the fact that he said, apparently, I hurt my friends and family. If you posted something that you knew would be hurtful to your friends and family, then you really are a jerk. So I would assume that his friends and family weren't upset with this at all. No. This and, was all PR. You know what, though? I didn't, I didn't see him reading that. I mean, it's a long thing. It's like a minute long. He did. Really? He got all the talking points the Blue Jays wanted in there. Wow. He talks about, listen to the part where he says, I'm using the uh, Blue Jays resources to educate myself. It sounds like one of those re-education camps. This is, this is uh -oh. where he said it. Close family members of mine, and I am truly sorry for that. Um, I just spoke with my teammates to, and shared with them my actions yesterday. And I apologize with them. And as of right now, I'm using the Blue Jays resources to better educate myself, to make better decisions moving forward. Uh, the ballpark is for everybody. Uh, we include all fans at the ballpark, and we, and we want to welcome everybody. That's all I have to say. Thank you. I think he said wow. enough. I think he said more than enough. So you can't, uh, as a baseball player for the Blue Jays, you can't apparently have your own opinion. Okay. He didn't even nice write it. That's so stupid. He, he shared something. But then you told me he's getting backlash because he apologized. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know how to get there, like, oh, you caved and never apologized. Listen, oh. the guy 
wants to have a career. I'm sure his career was threatened by either the Blue Jays or Major League Baseball. And is this a hill you really want to die on? I don't blame him at all. I blame this team. No. I, it's kind of stupid, though. All he's got to, you know what? If you're right, if you don't agree with what the left is trying to serve up on a very large silver platter, Boy, you're a you. terrorist, you're you're hateful, you're 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 a homophobe, you're this, you're that. I'm like, oh my god, man, I you're afraid you. to say anything anymore because somebody's going to list you with something. Uh, yeah, exactly. You and know? what does this do for this pride movement anyway? It only hurts it because all people see is it's our way, the highway. You will not disagree. You will not have your own thoughts, thoughts, or we will shut you down. So. I agree. Is that a real movement? No, that's kind of like the Gestapo, for goodness sakes. Come that, on. That just, you know, things move ahead and justice happens. And, you know, MLK was successful because it was peaceful, but it was also open to discussion. That's all they wanted to do. This is different. I don't know what is happening with this, but what is the wrong think penalty yeah. here happening? What, what's even more astonishing to me, as you know, many of my friends are, are gays, lesbians, whatever the case may be. And some of them I've known all my life. I've never heard any of them get upset about anything like this. I'm surprised they pick like the the one percenters of the one percenters. Yeah. And and they are putting them at the forefront. And none of my friends think this way. You know, you can sit here and have an open conversation. They're not going to tell you, oh, just because you don't want to come to our pride parade, we hate you. You know, they will right. say, go come and, you know, check it out and, and you know, maybe you'll learn something. Or, why don't, why why don't we, we sit down and talk yeah, about why it? Why don't we talk about it? We may not come from uh, the same place or even agree, but you can talk about it. This approach? Oh, my God. This is insane. I'm it's, sorry. It just is. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. You just can't ram things down people's throats and that makes for a hostile environment. So I, that's why I'm saying I don't know why a lot of my friends who are gay who belong to these organizations don't speak up and say, hey, you're making us look bad. We're not like this. Oh, they we're try. A loving, we're a loving group. Oh, no, no, no. They try. I know for sure they try. And, and they get they shut get, down. That's that's horrible then. You know what? It's not right They get more backlash than anybody. That's terrible. It's terrible. Man. What's wrong with this world? That's a, that's an insane situation, though. Stop being jerks. All right, good news. How Please. about this? We look forward to this every year, and they're in the final, the semifinals already. How'd this happen so quickly? It's the Scripps National Spelling Bee. It's on tonight from uh, 8 to 10 on ION TV, but the finals are tomorrow night. Yeah, I think as we speak right now, they're doing the semifinals. I think they go to like 1 o'clock this afternoon. They get, they started with 231. They were down to 121 spellers this morning. I'm sure by this afternoon, they're going to have half of that. And then by tomorrow, they get it down. How many kids go to the finals? Ooh. Do you remember? Well, they had 200. Started I think it's two, 200. So they start with 231, then they yeah. go down. So I, I you know, I, I, I kind of liken it to like the NCAA playoffs, you know. Oh, we're down to the final four. So I don't know how many kids make it to the finals. I think maybe there's five or six or whoever. Uh, there's two kids left, one an 11-year-old from Tampa and a 14-year-old from Largo. Uh, that, those are the only kids I saw from Florida that are still alive. So I don't even know. Usually we have kids from around here go. I didn't see any write-ups, though, about any local kids. No, didn't see, we usually do. I guess they didn't yeah. have any this year. I don't know. I don't know if ESPN picks up the finals or not. They usually carry this. Maybe it's only on this Ion. I don't. I didn't. Do I have Ion Plus? Yes, you do. Okay. Okay. So I'll go watch it. I, I like watching the the finals. These kids, they 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 give them words, and then they say, "Oh, what's the origin?" Like it's going to make a difference. I don't even know the word. I always <laughs> think they ask for country of origin because they're, they're buying time. Oh, is that it? I don't and know. Then, and what's the meaning? 
and they got asked what the meaning is, and maybe they, they are buying time. But uh, repeat meaning, please. Yeah, your, your wheels are turning in your head. It's like, well, it's it, these kids know words that I didn't even know existed. So it, it's pretty amazing. So we'll we'll see what happens. It's usually some little kid that wins. That it's like you look at him and you think this kid's smarter than I am, and he's twelve. <laughs> it's like okay. It's nuts. It really is. But good for them. I give them credit because the dedication that goes in to make this, to even make it to these, you know, the trials here is pretty incredible. Never mind, make it to the finals. Good for them. I wonder if we've had any, like, world leaders. You know, you sometimes you'll find, like, captains of industry or, uh, you know, uh, uh, really, really ingenious inventors. It turns out that they were like in Little League World Series. Yeah, well, what like, if we've had any of these that have become world leaders that were that competed in this spelling bee? I bet you we have. I mean, these kids are exceptional. I mean, you have to have. I, you know why most kids are outside playing? Uh, you know, on their iPad or they're they're playing soccer or they're playing baseball. These kids are studying words. You know, you got to like that life. So they're an exceptional breed to begin with. You know, yeah. they they enjoy it. It's I don't I don't I know kids that. One of my friend's kids was in it years ago. I mean, years ago. And this kid just loved words. I was like, how did you get him to like words? She goes, it wasn't me. He just likes words. The training it gives you, though, to handle that kind of pressure? Wow. Yeah. It's got to help In front of the world. Yeah. So it's it's pretty interesting. So we'll see what happens. Good for them. I think we found another reason to like one certain celebrity. Ed Sheeran. We we liked him during that copyright trial. Although I think we liked him before that, but it turns out he... I think he might be cool. I think he's way cool. He apparently is in Atlanta. I don't know if he has a concert there or whatever the case may be, but he shows up at this brewery and and it's like a, you know, a regular brewery, but it's got a bar, you know, and he ends up jumping behind the bar. He's serving drinks. He's hanging out with all the local people in this bar. And then he gets on stage. And when he gets on stage, he says, oh, by the way, all the drinks are on me for the next hour. So he bought the whole bar. Imagine having Ed Sheeran show up at your brewery to play songs. Yeah, and he just grabbed his guitar and got up on stage and started singing. And I was like, this is incredible. Here he is as he was uh, surprising me. This is the part when he was behind the bar, I guess. (laughs) Right, I'm going to go in and play a song. For one hour, drinks are on me. That's amazing. That's Ed pretty Sheeran awesome. Just shows up. Who who is it that uh, it's it's like Bill Murray always shows up at his kid's bar in New York? Yeah, and jumps behind the bar and he pretends you know and he he plays bartender for a couple hours and then he leaves. It's like okay, see you later, bye. Got a whole new respect for Ed Sheeran though to have the guts because there are a lot of established artists that would never show up in a small stage again with the risk of it sounding bad. He doesn't care. He He's like, care. it's me and a guitar and a microphone. I'm good. Well, and that's how he does his concerts. And he, I don't know what that machine is. You would know where he just, he lays on the track and then he, he lays down another track and he like literally plays by himself with the guitar, but it's like a whole orchestra right. behind him. So he, he does that. And then of course he brings in the band, but he's, if I've never seen him. I saw him. He did a meet and greet with us years ago. And one of the girls I worked with had her little baby because she couldn't find a babysitter. And we were trying to do something. And he goes, oh, I'll take the kid. And he held the baby for like 15 minutes while we were setting up stuff. I mean, who does that? Headline, but Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran stole my baby. <laughs> but I mean, it's, that was, it was amazing. We were like, sure, here's the baby. I have the little kid. Like, he was really nice. I like him a lot. I do too. I think that's cool. Especially since he won his lawsuit. Speaking of babies. Yes. How old is too old if you're the potential dad? 83? 
How about 53? No, I'm just, By the way, 83 might be the oldest I've ever heard of the celebrities. I think that's the top. Is it? Isn't it? I gotta, I gotta we just go talked look about up. De Niro, but he was 79. Yeah, I got to go look up somebody else. I'll go look. We'll find out. How old was the Tony Randall one? Yeah, that's what, that what you're looking up. up? Yeah, Tony Randall, because he was old, too. We'll tell you who I'll we're talking you know. about coming up next. Here's a hint. Hoorah! Wow. Uh, that and some headlines. Next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We're just sort of plotting and planning and updating for the morning show blog here right before we came back on the air. And I think I think we got some stuff. I think it's on there, 850WFTL.com, also on the app. You can find it many places. But what are you going to find, Diener? It's official, like you said. Oh, it's a- oh yes. We've gone, I, to, we've gone to print, as they used to say. I, I just hit send. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we got this, uh, this video. We talked about it in Rapid Fire a couple hours ago of the Chinese fighter jet that Wow. Kind of buzzed a U.S. Air Force plane 400 feet away. Flew I'm right by it. Telling you, once you see the video in the blog, scary. You realize how close and scary that is. You're right, Jen. It's uh, it was kind of like a mid-air, you know, middle finger, if you will, from this Chinese fighter pilot. And the question would be, what did our our commander in chief do about it? Anybody? Anybody? Oh, he called it an aggressive and inappropriate move. Okay. What did he call anybody? No. Did he call up Xi Jinping and say, "Yo, lay off"? I'll be honest. I don't even think he knows it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I, I'm starting to agree with Bill's theory. Yeah. They only tell him what he needs to know. What they here's what I think now. What they tell him is a complete falsehood. Could very I, well be dementia ridden, dementia addled or not. You can't reel off lies that easily and right. believe them. Right. I think yeah. he gets the briefings that is complete misdirection, and they 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 puppet him out there. And you know what? You know when it, it came to fruition, he was wasn't he at Camp David or wherever it is that he goes. Where's his Where's his home? Maryland, Maryland. where he goes on vacation. And he and he's getting on Air Force One or Marine One, wherever the case may be. When he's coming back from there, and he says, "Oh, we reached an agreement on the the debt ceiling." I just talked to Kevin McCarthy, and I'm like, "You weren't in meetings with the guy, so who was running the meetings if you're over there?" I was on the phone. I, I don't think he was there. He ran a campaign on Zoom. I'm sure he can. <laughs> You know, remember Joe in the basement? <laughs> Just brutal. They tell right. me I'm not supposed to take questions. Oh, God, please. Well, I don't know if Joe Biden knows about this. Maybe he goes in the morning show blog. If he does, he can at 850WFTL.com or on the 850 app. Yeah. He could have it. He goes on. That's where he gets the truth. I think so. He goes on the morning show blog right after a Pentagon briefing. Right. Right. He then he finds be, out what's really yeah. going on in the world. If he, what if, else is he going to find? Well, he could find the video controversial. For many reasons, of the uh, man dressed as a fairy godmother at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique at Disneyland. Nick, oh, Nick, Nick, that's Nick right. is the he's princess's the, name, and he's, he's, he's mustached. That's yeah, right. He's a fairy godmother apprentice, and he's greeting children as they come in to be dressed up like a princess. Yeah, that sounds like this. So my name's Nick. I'm one of fairy godmother's apprentices. I'm here to shop you around and make all your selections for the day. It's not a very long video, but it's got like millions of views so far. As and you then, can imagine. And then what happens is when you go to the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, the, it, he's like your personal shopper. Right. And then if you're getting your hair and your makeup done, you know, he'll take you over to the salon and, and introduce you to people. But he's with you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. you get so a So he's person. Like, your, like your personal guide. Right. Your fairy godmother for the day. Exactly. So you can uh, check that out and formulate your own opinion. Because we have ours. We made them very well known earlier in the show. <laughs> it's crazy. It's the caveat here, and you brought this up in Rapid Fire, Diener. You're, okay, maybe you don't like it or not. The kid, does, important context here. The kid doesn't react, doesn't nah. seem to care. Right. He goes, okay, he grabs his hand and walks. I've in. seen comments under this that said, you should immediately take your child, turn around, and get out. First of all, you're already in. 
Yeah. You're already in. You've got a receipt. You've spent t- the video person says 250 bucks. Secondly, if you're a girl dad or girl parent, you try you try to pull that kid out of that place. Yeah, okay. that a meltdown. Stop blaming the parent. No, it's it's not going to happen. You you're already in. The the bad part is it's on on Disney. This is an agenda. Like we you know, I I like I was saying earlier to try to normalize the situation of a man dressed as a woman, yeah, clearly a man, I, it is dressed as a woman, and they try. That's what it, they put that in front of the little girl and shop the little girl around the store to make them think, oh yeah, this is normal, and it's not, and I, that's that's the agenda. I'd be okay if they said that that was their agenda, but they keep denying it. Right, that's what drives me insane. Yeah. Just be honest about what you're doing here, so the consumer can make a fair price, fair estimation before you get suckered into this. You know, it was interesting. They don't. I read a, a bunch of the comments underneath, and one of the comments. And there were two that caught my eye. One of the comments was, boy, what happened to the, the, the procedures and the policies that Disney used to have? Whereas it was a strict dress code, a strict right. guys couldn't have facial hair. Girls couldn't even wear earrings. They couldn't have That's nail true. polish on that was a colored. It had to be clear nail polish. And even then that was frowned on. They couldn't wear but one ring and it had to be, you know, a small ring on whatever hand it was, unless it was a wedding ring. And then some other guy said, he said, can you imagine? He said, if Walt ever woke up today, what became of his legacy? Mm. And I was like, wow, okay, I guess that's how people look at it. But well, he's got to find out when they unfreeze his head and they stick it on a uh, Robotron. He's going to see. And I don't, I don't blame the guy. What I don't know is going to. on? Oh, when, it comes, when it comes Who to... Who is Nick? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Walt wouldn't blame Nick. Because, I mean, Disney's the one who put him in that position. I don't blame Nick. To be out front. And I hope Nick doesn't take, uh, you know, any hate threats or whatever right. it is. But I, I, Not Nick's fault. It's just a weird policy. I, I don't know. I... I it's interesting, is what it is. But if you react, then it, it only your child will react. Right. So it's it's just the kid made it made no difference to the kid whatsoever. All she wanted to do was get in there, get her princess gown, get yep. her hair done and her face done, and look like Belle or whoever yep. it was that she wanted to be. For and the in day. all fairness, because I know this because and I know you guys do going through the stages of of childhood. As I'm going through right now, a six-year-old will maybe ask a question in the moment, and then they will forget that it ever happened because they're oh, yeah. going to be at Disney and they're going to be dressed as a princess, and they probably will never think about it right. again. Oh yeah, probably. But not. That, that's besides the point. Is they continue to try to push these things on right. kids, right? And that's what bothers people. Stop I, pushing Disney. Just let us enjoy the magic of the world, and freely spend thousands. That's right. Yeah. And that's, we're, we're t- we, we made the decision, as a matter of fact, this week that for her sixth birthday, we're going to Disney. There so. you go. I'm saving now. It's eight you months should. away. That's right. That's like, isn't oh that in January? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Gosh. It's like, I okay. It. And she uh, wants to do that bippity-boppity-boopy thingy. Right. So. Good luck getting her hair out of that when it's done. Really? It took like a month. It's like <laughs> shellac. I'll never forget it. <laughs> Because it was still, my kids went when it was still in the stage where you'd help with baths or whatever, you yeah. know, and it's like, and, and Coley in particular, who was older than Daniel by two years, she always had, she had knots in the thing. So I was always working, you know, and I find yeah. every product in the world to get that out. This stuff, <laughs> I just gave up. It was you like should. a rat's nest after that. John's dish soap works well, like, too. <laughs> it was like this clear shellac they put on there. I'm like, I'm not getting that off. Isn't that funny? Has she been able to get it out by now? <laughs> I, just, I think last year. It's been 15 years. The last of the bippity-boppity shellac finally came out. Finally That's came out. hysterical. That's good. That is hysterical. <laughs> All right. How old is too old? This is too old. To have a kid. If, now, unfairly, women always get faced this question. If you're the... 
potential dad. Hoo-ah! 83, anybody? Yeah, come on. Do we hear 90? Al Pacino. 95. Al Pacino. <laughs> He's 82. He may be 83. His girlfriend. Okay. Here's where my where I have a problem with all of this. Okay. His girlfriend is 29 years old. Yeah. Okay. He has a daughter who's 33. His girlfriend, his his baby mama is younger than his oldest daughter. That's got to be odd. That's got to be a weird Thanksgiving. You can't. Yeah. I. I. Okay. And this girl, I don't know anything about this girl, but her past relationships, one, she was with a billionaire. That was after she jumped, she dumped Mick Jagger or Mick Jagger dumped her. She went on to this billionaire. Now she's on to Al Pacino. Mick Jagger? Yeah. Al Pacino. Oh, she's an oldie. No. She likes old men with a lot of money. Good God. Good for her. But I mean, you got to sleep with it. I'm sorry. At one point she was after Dumbledore, (laughs) but he died. She had her sights set on Yoda because he was 500. Oh, God. Okay, so, but you're, say, say you're Beverly D'Angelo. You know, you got kids with them who are 29 years old now. You know, and, and you're, they're twins. They're 22. So you got 22-year-old twins with, with Al Pacino, and he's going to call you up and say, oh, my 29-year-old girlfriend's pregnant. That's right. How does that go over with the kids? Well, here's how it goes over. Don't ask me about my business, Kate. <laughs> you're out of the will. By the way, Tony Randall, I thought, was older. Uh, he was 77 years old when he became the father for the first time with his 26-year-old girlfriend. Well, he was in a lot better shape than... Uh, yeah. But he died at, what, 84? Yeah, he died so shortly. Al's was 83. Yeah. So. I am shocked. But the, I think the takeaway of this whole story is that Al Pacino made it to 83. He has been a drop-down <laughs> drunk for 40 years. Well, I, 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 never mind how he had a baby. I mean, come on. Look at him. He's in the, awful shape. He's, he look, you know what, it, uh, all I'll say is, I don't know what that name of that Sylvester Stallone reality show is. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's pretty good. With I, I keep on watching it with his daughters and his wife, right? And th- there was the one scene that I saw was Al Pacino was coming over for dinner because Guy Fieri was cooking, and Al Pacino wanted to meet Guy Fieri. And it was like the Italian night. So they had Stallone, Fieri, and, and, and Pacino. I was like, oh, good. They was making all kinds of Italian stuff. He walked in. I thought he was homeless. He looks horrible. He, he's a very, what did you call it, Diener? Unkempt. Yeah. That's it. And he's about, he's, he's about five foot even. He's that little, He's a huh? tiny person. Yeah, they, well. Which uh, is neither here nor there. That's Stallone's fine. Stallone's tiny, too. Is he's, he? Oh, God, yeah. Uh-huh. I got to interview him years ago. I towered over him. I was like, okay, maybe wow. I'll just sit down next to you and it won't be so awkward. Pacino shows up. I hear you got good food. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we got good rapid fire stories coming up. We think for you. Coming up next to let you know what you need to know for you head into the rest of the day. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. One last time for today, anyway. What's going on in the world? Jen's our leadoff hitter. Okay, explain to me why they did this. Short-term parking and premium parking at Palm Beach International Airport are going to be closed starting tomorrow. For how long? I do premium. Several several months. Really? It's routine maintenance on the parking garage. Uh, Could you wait till after travel season? Wow. I I mean, maybe it it was like, wow, really? Maybe this is the slow season for them because it's non-tourist season. You know, it's the summer. I don't know. This Uh, This is summer travel season. 
yeah, for us. But you know what? During the you know off year, when it's cold everywhere else, they're coming here. So this is probably the least busy. The airport is, I'm assuming. Well, it's got to be done sometime. I guess there is no slow season, really. Uh, when you it can't does, do it during the holidays. Get a load of this. When it opens again, 17 bucks a day. A dollar for every 20 minutes. Wow. Premium parking, 30 bucks a day. Two bucks for every 20 minutes. Whoa. Holy cow. That premium, though, I hope they don't get great. rid of it. It's yeah. great when you're just picking somebody up. You just... You don't want to go in the loop line. Yeah, I but agree with you. You're only going to be there, there for like 15 minutes, really. It's perfect. Yeah, it costs you a couple of bucks and then you leave. Uh, long-term economy still open. Uh, economy rates are seven bucks a day, and then two for the first two. Thirteen you bucks just a day. You have to walk like you know through the desert to get to the. Well, they get the shuttles. <laughs> they got shuttles. I don't know about the economy rate. I don't know where the economy parking lot is. That you may have to, you know, like walk through the Sahara to get there. I don't know. And then you get to the plane. You have to start the propeller. That's right. They make you load the bags. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, starting tomorrow, they shut down the premium parking wow. lot. So, right. Just so you know. That's good to know. I know. You go to the airport can, all the time. I can see myself overlooking that really easily. I feel like it's always busy down here. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Just I know. Just because it's South Florida. Yeah, Y'all gave me grief for talking about walking on the tarmac last time. <laughs> I still don't believe that. There's got to be somebody else I, I, I who st- got off a plane at PBIA and walked on the tarmac. I still don't. You were like the Beatles coming down off the plane at JFK. <laughs> it, I'm it telling you, even- PBIA <laughs> used to look like the Lantana Airport. Oh, man. It, it was a little amazing. tiny building. I swear to you. Well, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, we got popular. And the next thing you know, the big building's going up and jetways are putting in. <laughs> hey, y'all, they paid 95. <laughs> 95 ended in PGA Boulevard. I know. I still too, can't so get there. over that. That's incredible. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, new survey is interesting that they even asked the question. I think you can guess the results. Uh, national survey was thousands of people. They say most teachers in the U.S. think that schools would be less safe if they were armed. But again, I think it's kind of interesting they asked the question. Rand Corporation surveyed teachers across the U.S. last fall. Only one in five said they feel schools would be safer if teachers were allowed to carry guns. Here's the thing. It shouldn't uh, have to come to that if you're securing the schools properly. Yeah. You know, why do I, we always lose the discussion of that? Well, yeah, why don't you just put a couple of more cops on the campus? Or, you know what, I know right. they're looking at, you know, uh, what do you call it, those uh, detectors that you walk through, like at the airport. But they're talking about how it's going to make the kids late for class because it takes so long for the kids to walk through them. But, hey, you know what, if it's going to keep your kids safe, I don't want a teacher to have a gun. And I, I it, you got to understand, police officers and, and anybody in law enforcement, they carry a gun all the time. They go through training no, exactly. constantly. Right. And even they don't hit their target sometimes. This, this should not be up to teachers. <laughs> teachers need to no. focus on teaching. teaching. Here's, you, you need to have armed security, uh, exactly. like you're saying, Bill. Exactly. That's armed what, security. That's what and there's a lot. Remember, we learned Andy Pollack was telling us this apartment that things that they can do to buildings themselves can increase security amazingly. Yeah. Direct contact to the cop station, armed personnel. Right there, metal detectors, whatever it takes. And we've got the money to do it. That's yes. not an argument. A friend of mine is a teacher. She now wears a device where if you press it and hold it, it automatically tells the cops there's an emergency and it goes directly to the police station. That's a good idea. That so, helps. I it don't know still, what it's called, but it would still be nice to have a frontline defense. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, and, yeah, and I agree. Just to finish off on the point, you can't expect teachers. I know we all know a bunch of teachers, right? They're busy enough as it is during the school year to ask them to go in their off time, yeah, which would be the yeah. summer, to get firearms training probably three days a week to be actually you know competent with the gun. Yes. When you're in a schoolroom full of children, I mean, you, you, no, they're they're not there to be armed guards. They're there to teach. You need to have armed guards be armed guards. That'd be another thing, and they'd be liable. 
you know, in certain situations too. Right. Another thing they'd have to be concerned with. Yeah, it's, it's not a good idea. No. That it shouldn't have to come to that. No, no. Put so, more cops on campuses. Yeah. This is a bad day, or really maybe a bad couple of days for Carnival Cruise Line. Oh wow, my! What happened now? Jeez. So yesterday we were talking about the one over the long weekend. What was it off of South Carolina, right? Oh yeah, yeah the, the Carnival Sunshine wasn't so yes. sunshiny. Yes. No. <laughs> All the water they started taking on water. The ship was rocking and rolling back and forth. That was crazy. Everybody was fine, but it was scary for a lot of people. Well, now last yesterday, while that was going on, that story was in the news. At the same time. This guy, 35-year-old man, went overboard off of the coast of Jacksonville on a Carnival cruise ship, and they're still looking for the guy. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think he's gone. How did... I don't know this particular ship, but I've been on a few. It's including tough to one, jump. one a Carnival. They have so much ple- you know, plexiglass up that's right. raised so that you don't do this. I, I think you'd have to work pretty hard to fall overboard right. a cruise ship. I do. I, you're either pushed or you jump. That would be my theory. I think so. I that I have no idea what this ship is like, but you're right. So in they, many cases, to, to get there, you're either pushed or you're jumped. You're jumping. <laughs> According to Jacksonville News, this was uh, updated a couple hours ago from their site. They said that the surveillance footage shows this guy leaning over his room balcony before oh. falling into the waters below. This I mean, is self-inflicted. I, w- I mean... I wouldn't think so. I don't know. People say people who were with him that night say he was drunk. Uh, I mean, you you're go. on a he cruise. You're probably going to be drunk. So he's just walking around the his balcony drunk and stumbles and falls off? They're not off? very large, the balconies. Wow. Unless, I mean, he's got like a super sweep. Kept leaning over stuff. I, I mean, a so. balcony I could see, but it's usually not... There's usually something below you, you know what I mean? Yeah, that stops you from hitting the water. Unless you bounce off a, a shame. lifeboat or something. Either I don't know. Or he, he jumped. The Coast Guard was searching for him all night, and That's as terrible. of this morning, they can't find him. Oh, that's horrible. That's Yikes. Golly. What now? Okay. Oh, it was the Carnival Magic. That okay. was the... Uh, no the magic on that ship. Man. Jeez. They've had a tough couple of... Remember yeah, last time? You. They had all those fires, and the one got stuck out. They had a, they towed it back yeah. in, and then they had another fire. It was like the week of hell for Carnival. And Jeez. now again, it's happening to And them. you never heard what those passengers got for payment or compensation yeah. or... I don't know. We'll give you a free meal ticket for your next cruise. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, great. <laughs> and a fire jacket. Yeah. Hey, yell to our buddy. Uh, yell to our buddy across the the pond here, Rod Stewart, because you know he does listen on the app sure all the does. time. Big so, Rod, listener. Big. how you doing, Rod? Uh, apparently, doing really well because he doesn't want to join the world of Neil Young of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and go to Hibnosis. Is that the name of this publishing company? What is that? They were going to buy the rights to his catalog, his music catalog. Rod Stewart just pulled the plugs. Nah, I don't like you anymore. Wow. He was going to sell his entire music catalog to this this song management company. And he, he said, nah, you know what? After too much time, due diligence, nah, and you're not right for me. So I'm going to keep my own rights. I wonder Good if they him. weren't offering enough money. I don't, I don't know what it was, but they have several major rock catalogs, including Neil Young and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, let me so. go back to that for a second. The Red Hot Chili Peppers sold their music rights? Apparently so. It's too soon. Yeah. I mean, they're still actively a- touring and making music. I mean, I don't know. Rod's 78 years old, so he's got kids, right? Yeah. A lot of them. So, oh, so you know, leave it to your kids. <laughs> he got, remember he got into a fight with his son that uh, New Year's Eve down here. 
Oh, that's right. They got arrested. Yeah, uh, forget about the breakers. The breakers. Forget yeah, about that bonding. one. Yeah, bonding okay. outing. <laughs> they clocked the security guard. Let's go fight a security guard, son. Let's go. Come on. Rod Stewart, to me, looks like you know he's 100 pounds soaking wet. How much damage can the guy do? And he's 78, for God's sake. It was crafty. Yeah, he's crafty. He's wired. Come on. And he's fast. He used to be a soccer player. Why are you arguing with the security guard? Let him go. My God. He's an old man. I know. Well, good for him, though. If he wants to keep it, that's good. Good for him. Absolutely. Um, this is interesting, I thought. Leaders in the artificial intelligence industry, they're uh-huh. gathering. It's kind of like, meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. This guy's in trouble. <laughs> They've got, But listen to the mix of people that are here, right? They're uh, academics, even celebrities, warning the risk of extinction, human extinction, due to AI if left unchecked. Yeah, that doesn't get much more direct than that. It's a uh, the Center for AI Safety. Um. This thing was signed by, this isn't all of them, but signed by 400 people, including OpenAI CEO Sam Altman, host of internet security experts, climate advocates, even the musician Grimes. Wow. Elon's baby mama. How about that? Wow. Not Elon, but Grimes. Makes you wonder what Elon has told her in private. (laughs) I know. know. Oh, my gosh. Or Baby X or whatever the kid's yeah, name is. kind of scary. So uh, they're meeting now. I'm sure we're going to get some statements out of these people about all the scary gloom and doom stuff about AI. But maybe it's time to uh, scare people into action. It works for me. Just get, like, get a little, let it go unchecked. So yeah. Sometimes fear fear is the only thing that works to, to get some action going. With this, it is. Yeah, and I think it's probably wow. worth it. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. self-replicate and evolve. Right. Well, you go from artificial intelligence to a different AI, alien intelligence. Ah. Let's go. NASA. Back on this little green people are coming. Okay. I'm all excited today <laughs> because we, we might have alien news to update everybody on tomorrow. Because at 1030 this morning, literally in 45 minutes after we're done with the show. Of course. NASA is going to be holding a briefing to the public talking about their UFO research and uh, some of the, I guess, their findings and updating people on what they've their their uh, progress when it comes to their research so well, you would think if uh, anybody's we'll see. seen them the astronauts have seen them right they s- the yeah. pentagon sells this like we're going to publish our findings all it does is take a little bit and send it deeper into the drawer that you'll never find out i will say this though and you're right about that when it comes to nasa though bill nelson is all into this and yeah. he's done interviews you know because i guess he's what the chief He's the director of NASA, NASA now. Yeah, he's the head cheese. He's old too. How old is he? Yeah, see, he doesn't give a crap anymore. Yeah, That's exactly. why. So, and he's been to space. So he's talked before about you know, there's we're we're investigating all these things. So I think in NASA maybe even though their government agency might be a little bit more open to talk about some of their findings, but we'll find out today what kind of updates they have for the public. It's the first time they've held a public briefing on uh, on UFOs. It's pretty wild. We're gonna find out that Bill Nelson is an alien. I would rip off a mask. Yeah, I'm telling <laughs> That's you. That's where we're gonna find out. I told you all along. <laughs> well, you guys are talking about AI. A little tease. We talked about chat GPT and how lawyers can use it. Well, one lawyer is in really big trouble for using it. Already? Already. And they're talking about throwing the book at this guy. Yeah. Really? Yeah, wait till you hear this story. It's kind of scary, We're going to need AI case lawyers here pretty soon. You're right, because in this case, it screwed up totally. All right, a little, uh, I found this shocking. I can't believe it's still shocking, but it is. These boycott updates, Bud Light and Target. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's got worse for Bud Light. It's a big drain. All right, then more <laughs> next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here.
Newstalk 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. Don't forget about the Morning Show blog, 850WFTL.com. You can find it on the uh, on the app as well. The uh, Disney controversial video. We won't play it again, but it's uh, it's Nick, the bippity-boppity... Uh, Fairy Godmother Boutique. Apprentice. <laughs> and I said that right. It's Nick. You can check that out for yourself. Make your own call on that one. But Nick's got a mustache. Yeah. It's, and, and, it's got millions of hits so far for good reason. Well, you know what? It's, uh, say what you will. A little girl wasn't wasn't bothered by it, but I can see where parents would have issues, without a doubt. Yeah, uh, I could see. Uh, the other one is, and, and Dina brought it up in rapid fire earlier this morning, but it's a Chinese uh, fighter jet. Oh, this you got to see. Basically cuts off an American air, airline. I don't know what is the guy flying. It's it's some kind of army vehicle or navy vehicle or whatever the case may be. But the the plane, the the United States plane, gets caught in the backwash of this this Chinese jet thing. Gets all jumbled up. It's like holy cow. I mean, they had they they feasibly could have crashed this plane. It's right in the jet wash. It's bad. It's, it's really bad. And what do we do? Oh, bad boy, bad bad China. You shouldn't do those kind of things. <laughs> Jeez. I'd have more muscle with Xi Jinping than than Biden. My God. Call him up and read him the riot act, Joe. Trump would be Please. like, Xi, you do that again, you'll never get chocolate cake in Mar-a-Lago again. I, all he has to do is call him up and just say, remember Afghanistan. Right. Just the end, end of conversation. Uh, I think you, you just had a story. You both just had stories about AI or, or artificial intelligence or, oh, yeah. in this case, alien intelligence. And we talked about the, the implications of AI for good, like uh, in in uh, medicine, they could look up, you know, your symptoms and, and maybe the robot could tell you, the artificial intelligence could tell you what you may have. There are, there or, are great uses of it. Depends on the prompt you put in. We talked about attorneys using it for case files. Well, a New York attorney is now facing sanctions after his firm used artificial intelligence to craft a legal filing in a lawsuit. Okay? Think it's a good idea. Peter Loduca represented a client suing an airline back in 2019. The airline moved to dismiss the case because, they say, Loduca filed a motion opposing the dismissal. However, he generated all the cases that he, you know, used as evidence from chat GPT, which completely made up most of the legal decisions <laughs> that they cited in the motion. Oh, no. So it gave him all fake cases. <laughs> so this guy and this guy didn't bother to go back and check to see if the AI was telling the truth or found real cases. The thing made them all up. He just took it for granted that there was wow. that they were real. <laughs> so now they're this probably this guy's probably the law firm's probably in trouble. This guy's, you know, the law firm's trying to save its face. They're going to get rid of this guy. He's going to lose his license and whatever airline it is that he's suing is probably going to win the case, but that's besides the point. Uh, it's so see you can't trust Chat GPT to do the right thing. Right. Not even with documented cases. Isn't well, that amazing? But it's also him, though, and how we put it in. Because he engineered. It's how you, I've seen so many different outcomes on changing one word and how you ask it. Really? So I don't, I don't know. Because this documented case law that's like in the books forever. Yeah, but usually you have to go look it up. Yeah. You know, and you got to pray somebody in your law firm remembers a certain case that works with yours to save your client. And that's usually how it works. But I guess if you ask the AI to go look up a case that says, hey, you know, can you save my client because blah, blah, I'm looking for a case where X beat X, they should be able to find it for you. In this case, it found all fake ones. It just made them up for them. Yeah. Can you imagine that, though? You, you put in a, an appeal and it's all lies. You know how illegal that is? I mean, well, there are lawyers who do that anyway, so, <laughs> you know, really, what's the difference? I think 
think it's a big difference. Wow. Holy cow. Holy cow. Well, I didn't think this was possible. But of how long? Is it two months now? How long is the Bud Light thing? We'll get to Target in a second. But the Bud Light pushback, how long has it been going? Two months? Probably about that, yeah. It's worst week of all. This was just published this morning, a couple of hours ago. It's worst week during the entire thing was last week. Oh. <laughs> they lost 25% from what they were already losing. Wow. Love ya. See what now, happens. Through Memorial Day, parties, barbecues, tailgates, this is a direct, I mean, we said it at the time, I think. Well, let's see what happens with Memorial Day. This thing will probably end, and mm. there'll be sales, and people will stock up, and that'll that'll be the end of it. It got worse. Wow. Bud Light sales, as of this morning, were 30% down. 30%. It's not like it's like even wow. leveling off. It's going down. If you put, if you were looking at a graph and a big red line of losses, but it was going, you know, counting it up upwards, mm-hmm. it's only increasing. I know they're in trouble. Wow! I don't think they're ever going to get saved. What did you say? They said the number one beer in the world is now. M- I Modelo. Wow! I don't even. I know one person worldwide who, is past Bud Light <laughs> drinks Modelo and all their brands. I'm sure which they own. Wow! Target has lost twelve point and a half, twelve and a half billion in fourteen days. That's its number. Not good. The market cap has plummeted. The uh, wow. longest losing streak in five years. <laughs> you think people are going to learn? Wow. No. And then what did you tell me the Dodgers are doing? Who are they giving that award to? Honoring some crazed group Whatever that they hates are. Catholics? Come on. The Sisters of We Hate All Things Catholic or something? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Is. But they, they, <laughs> if you're a fan of the Dodgers, I'd boycott them. Especially if you got tickets to the game. Call mm. your friends and tell them, don't go. Wow. Jerks. Anyway, are we done? We're done. Yes. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. Uh, stay safe. It's going to be kind of soggy today. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.